Imagine, if you will, your line of work takes you to the cold, isolated coast of Antarctica. You aren't alone, but judging from the sounds of the howling Arctic wind, you might as well be. The men you work with are more associates rather than friends. Good men. Fine men, in the initial scope of things. But that's to be expected, isn't it? It's so cold out here, your piss could freeze midstream. Things go bump in the night all the time around here. But that's just your mind playing tricks on you, you tell yourself. But that kennel of dogs has to be barking at something, right? Tonight on Nightcaps, we are off to the cold recesses of the world where the only thing to keep you warm is some whiskey. Something is out there, and we aren't sure who or what we can trust. Keep your friends close, but your flamethrower closer. We are watching John Carpenter's classic, The Thing. Again, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Frightcaps at the Theater, or should I say Nightcaps at the Theater. I'm your host, Jonathan Gorkowski, here as always with the lovely Mark Zebro Jr. Hello, everybody. I'm your lovely spookcaster back in the seat. Spookcaster. And, uh, wasn't there one more of you last time? No, I think, I think it was just the two of us. Just the two of us? No. Just the two, two of us. us. You can't sue us for this song. I don't know the rest of the words. Because we're free. Yes. Well, we're missing one currently, Matthew Cabrera. He should be showing up. He's on that. Well, I don't want (laughs) to. He was on a certain time. I don't know. I mean, you know, the the witching hour is upon us. I know. Some spoops or gremlins or something might have popped out of the road and stagged him on the way here. Spook. Scary skeletons. Can we get sued for that song? You think? I don't think we could get sued in general since we're not like we're not getting money paid for, for this. anything. We have no Patreon yet. We're getting there. We're, we're getting get there. A, we'll get a Patreon. I'm telling when, you. When, once when John's teaching yeah. career tanks, that, 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 this is <laughs> Which, all that. If anything, according to this week, will be real soon. This is all that gentlemen. we'll be relying on. Uh, I had a pretty eh week. I there mean, were good it, points. There were bad points. It's only the beginning. This is the beginning. If you could sing, I could sing a RuPaul song on this. But it's been good. How you been, baby? Pretty good. Yeah? Yeah. You've just got back good? to uh, back from rehearsal mm. uh, from Red Bank, and that's been pretty good. Red Bank, beautiful place, beautiful yeah. town. I can't wait. Lots but, of theater. Yeah. My, my, uh, just for you folks out there, my mm. next show is going to be at the Count Basie Theater, mm. uh, October 12th through 14th. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 1776. Oh, one of my favorite musicals. I could talk about it all Sit day down, long. John. Sit, Sit down, John. Sit down. Oh, yeah! 
am <laughs> sitting, Mark. I am. Well, somebody open up a window. <laughs> no, too many flies. Too many. Oh, there's so many good roles on that show. Yeah. Mm, I love it. The music. I'm having so much fun. I'm John Dickinson in it. And, and, and I got... <laughs> Dickinson. Oh. <laughs> Dickinson. I hardly know him. <laughs> Zing. Zang. Oh. But I'm excited for that. I'm going to try to make it out if the kids don't kill me. Uh, I think 30 bucks a ticket, uh, if anything. 30 but, bucks? Yeah, I'd say also get tickets now just because uh, for subscribers, the theaters actually tends to so get pretty uh, pretty big. So I think the... And you see anything over the, the break? Uh, I finished Disenchanted, which I, uh, we talked mm, about a couple of weeks ago. And we'll continue talking about it because I did uh, not get through I, any more episodes. I, was, I mean, I took a whole uh, free day to just binge watch it. And I was just bored. Yeah. I was bored the whole time. Yeah. No laughs. Mm. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, that's it. Le- leaves off on a expected cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, but that's about it. There's there there's literally nothing there for me. Is there a room for season two or? Oh like, yeah. Oh, there God. is a clever uh, blink and you miss it Futurama mm-hmm. Easter egg mm-hmm. in there at mm-hmm. the last episode. I'm sure I can look it up on the internet and be yeah, it has to get the it, same it, worth it, out it, of it. Tie, it might tie in with like the last of those like straight to DVD like uh, Futurama episodes. That was a dark time for Futurama. I, I didn't watch any of those. We but did. I think me and my friends did, but uh, like the I don't like know. the first time it got canceled, that's mm-hmm. where I kind of tapered off with Futurama. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a good show. Yeah. One of Macaroni's best. But uh, uh, this past week I revisited one movie. I only watched, I don't know, back probably in the nineties. Wow. Uh, that's and, like and, 20 years and, ago and at this just point. yeah and just like speaking to straight to dvd uh or home video oh god i'm my I, butthole was clenched I, waiting I, for I this i watched uh, honey we shrunk ourselves oh god what with, am i oh god mr rick moranis yes rick moranis a gem who's quit acting i hear or you know he actually does pop up uh sometimes mm-hmm. in some some vo yeah uh i think he was on some episodes of robot chicken mm-hmm. i want to believe like uh i only know about this because uh, uh from the last episode i was listening to of uh we hate movies mm-hmm. because they were watching uh the flintstones movie oh i need to watch that it's currently on my ipod downloaded oh for well, my i mean commute. we were, we talked about that yes. a little while back yes and that movie really does not hold up did, i did the we hate movies crew hated as well uh, yeah oh well I mean, I that, so. that was a really funny episode. I'm uh, sure there's a Bonnie in there somewhere. Oh yeah, all the time. They, oh, oh they they butcher <laughs> Frank Flintstone. Oh but, god. So there's my shameless plug for uh, the Flintstones movie. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and so and besides that, oh, I uh, just quick tangent. I, the movie kind of still holds up, I guess, to mm-hmm. its regard. I don't know if you ever watched anything past like the first uh, Honey uh, I Shrunk the Kids. I did. I have uh, stories to share. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's for an hour and a half. Or no, hour and a fifteen minute movie. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay. Actually, just you know, watch on your own, or like, or with, or with me. It was like with my brother and uh, his kids, and so Aww. it was just like, oh, it's not bad. That's a sweet odd movie to watch in the modern era. Yeah, <laughs> I would have thought it would die out long it, ago. I'm not gonna say like it holds up or anything like yeah. that, but it's okay. Mm. Um, uh, besides that, uh, a movie I hated. Was the Emoji Movie? Oh, you've actually seen it. Oh, I didn't get the chance to sit through it. God, and I don't that movie plan was to. awful. Another We Hate Movies episode that yeah. you could watch too. Listen that, after this podcast. That movie is terrible. I'm surprised it um, already has a sequel in the works. It it, it, it does most of that thing where it's uh, it has the crudest of humor that only adults would really get, mm-hmm. but it's like so like. On the nose, where it's like, Jesus. And they have Sir Patrick Stewart playing a shit, Mm -hmm. which I don't know who to blame in that situation, because it's Patrick Stewart. He can get away with it. And he also also (laughs) makes, like, a clever, I guess, uh, 
<laughs> I don't know if it's clever, oh. but it's a it's a next generation reference. I wouldn't understand. Yeah, I mean, I I watched something of like you know, that's nerd speak over there. Yeah, <laughs> get like out, hiss, Star Trek. Yes, but like that that was it. That was the closest. I was like, oh okay, whatever. Oh, you actually uh, sat through it though. But uh, yeah, there's there's like a hand job joke what? in there, or like a hand job. <laughs> there's a a jerk off joke. What? When they get into um, uh, so James Gordon uh, plays high five. Oh, the even high five James emoji. Gordon went so far down. Yeah, I mean, I liked James Gordon at first but in that, theater. Yeah, he was great. Yeah. One man, two governors, uh, servant he, of two well, masters. But uh, no, they they get into like his little like hideaway, uh, and like he's got like all these things uh, because he's a because he's a hand. All these things referencing to hand. So there's like a band aid mm-hmm. or a, a nail clipper or some but, lotion. So <laughs> oh god, there's a giant, guess the there's a giant thing of lotion. No, I guess the right joke. next to a small box of tissues. No! And I'm like, God, like literally, like right next to each other. Like, are you kidding me? Here? What could that mean? I mean, first of all, he's an emoji. <laughs> like he he's a digital character. Like he's got no dick. He's got yeah. no genitalia. That movie is garbage. Oh, it's man. awful. Don't ever watch anybody. For the <laughs> but you watched it. Yeah, but that was for the kids. <laughs> the kids forced the, you. They strapped you they down. Didn't force me. Clockwork they, Orange style. They, and forced you to watch. They it. took the Netflix remote and like we're gonna watch this. I'm like oh. okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you survived. Yeah, and that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. I actually watched a surprising amount, given my uh, mob mentality and my <laughs> struggles this week. Yeah. Um, the first you might actually enjoy. It's a movie by the name of The Little Hours. It has Alison Brie, Aubrey Plaza, Kate McCookie, the Garfunkel and Oates girl, who's also Velma from the yes, Scooby-Doo movies. I know who you're talking about. Her, John C. Riley, who is a favorite of yours, right? Yeah, yeah. I love. Je- and, I like John C. Riley and Molly Shannon, who's a gem in herself. Mm-hmm. Um, the Little Hours. It's on uh, Hulu that I stole from Matt, who is not here, so he cannot judge me. Um, and it's about this medieval convent of nuns, and they kind of. I know go what through this all is. these trickery I've, and there's I've modern seen... dialogue like all replies will be like fuck you fuck 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 fuck, fuck. Mm-hmm. and they're nuns so it, it's funny okay I found it cute I think it was a little slow yeah and a little too short like it felt more like a skit than anything but uh, it was cute cool I thoroughly enjoyed it I'd recommend giving it a watch since nice. I like those female comedians and the rest of the cast oh. so um well other than that sharp objects concluded oh okay you okay. need to watch it yeah it's amazing it was a good uh good ending it was it has two post-credit scenes that's Why how post credit scenes because it works it works right. i can't give anything away because it spoils everything but uh if you didn't watch the two post-credit scenes for sharp objects please do yourself a favor and watch them because it shifts like the whole story on its head that's, all the characters and everything it was probably the best like mini series mm-hmm. i've seen in a long time okay if not ever one of my favorites uh, if you, the book was, uh, not as good, which is something I never say. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, a few episodes ago, they added some elements that weren't in the book at all and mm-hmm. made them their whole episode and it worked and it worked better. So if you ever want, give a visit to Wind Gap, the town where the, the, the novel is set in the show and, uh, watch it. Nice. Very good. I'll Very good acting. Other than that, I've been slogging through Castle Rock. Is it over? No. No? It's got like six episodes left, I think. It's a bit of a slog. But okay. um, they did have one episode. I think it's episode seven or eight. The Queen, where Sissy Spacek, who obviously Carrie 
Oscar winner Sissy Spacek. Not for Carrie, for the coal miner's daughter, I believe. Yes. And I, she's also I, a singer, too. I like that. I, that movie's one, uh, one of my mom's favorites, yeah. actually. And yeah. uh, it's pretty good. Mm. I like it. She uh, pulled her weight, mm. and like that was the best episode so far. I've seen the one after that, and then there's one more currently on Hulu that I didn't get to. Okay. But it's so... Mm, I wish I liked it more than you, I did. You don't need to watch it. I do need to watch it. I need to finish everything I started, especially this, since I'm such a... Uh, have such a boner for Stephen King and his work. Gotcha. So I feel like I it's my duty to do it as a King fan. I mean, I don't know what it is about, like, you know, like, for, um... I'm gonna go off on a, a small tangent. You know, okay, I've, sure. I, That's I, what podcasts are for. I've, uh... In terms of, like, finishing things that you started, where it's like, I haven't even started, uh, season two of Stranger Things. <gasps> and I, I just feel like, do I have to? I, the first you, one, the you first one left to. off on such, like, a, mm-hmm. a nice note, but, yeah. like left some kind of mystery mm-hmm. but it's like i don't really have to yeah i don't need to watch and then and the same with like these um you know like marvel fanboy over here oh it's like i started out watching like uh when daredevil first came out and that's a solid mm-hmm. a good first season i, I love I, the first season i, I haven't seen the i think it's season. really really good mm-hmm. um jessica jones season one is yeah. actually really good yeah. i'm a fan of that and yet iron fist just got renewed i think for season yeah two, or started I, season I, two or something no season two yeah it, yeah. Uh, it just came out yeah and like i don't care i remember watching Mm -hmm. iron fist and then just like i hear that's the worst of like the netflix superhero series it came to a point where i just started listening to it as like an audiobook (laughs) i'm like because like turn the page now i don't care (laughs) and like uh, luke cage like found i was like i liked luke cage first start and uh, with um uh who's who played like the father in moonlight uh uh, uh, ali yeah mahershala ali he he's in that show Mm -hmm. and he's great yeah but the, uh spoiler i mean it's it's, it's you can spoil it he, he he gets he gets knocked off <gasps> and, and then replaced with a worse person to fill his, his role or his oh, shoes no and and then just mel so, gibson <laughs> no it, it's i don't know i forgot the the woman's name but uh. it it's it becomes so convoluted and stupid mm-hmm. and then the, it, all these shows were leading up to like the defenders like miniseries which mm-hmm. combines those four shows together and then i only watched half of it and then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna. I don't care anymore. Wow. I'm not gonna watch this. That's surprising. And now, and, and it's the same with the all these shows. I I haven't watched like any of their newer seasons except for maybe Dare, Daredevil mm-hmm. season two, mm-hmm. uh, which I think season three is coming out soon. But yeah. it's like I, I don't. I, know. I don't know if I care. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I care enough to just go back and watch these because they're just it's garbage. Yeah. Lo- there's just a lot of shitty writing. There is uh, that's that's put into it, and it's just becoming like CW writing mm-hmm. to an extent. Oh god! It, it, like, and sh- I know how much you hate shows, uh, superhero type shows that are currently I, on the CW. I, I used to like say like you know I know this is garbage, but I kept watching it. Did you I, watch Smallville? No, no, no. I don't. I hear that some people really like Smallville. I I know people that do, but I'll just say that there's more shit episodes than there are good uh, ones. So it's like, you know, like why bother though? It's like. <laughs> I don't know. There's there when it comes to like character development and stuff like that, it it can just like go off the window just so fast. Of course, of course. And just for the sake of like building tension for for the sake of it, mm. and then it just becomes just filler. And then it's like I don't have time for this. There's other better stuff that I can be watching right now. Indeed. So I I I chose to just do that right now. And yeah. Just focus my attention on other gooder stuff <laughs> I, even though i finished enchanted uh, disenchanted <laughs> which was shit yeah but so, you know but now i know and yeah. like, i'm not gonna watch season, season two. two so what if season that. two though changes the game um to agree with you um i wish i could have stopped watching stranger things season one yeah i felt like season two was a bit 
It was good. Yeah. I'm not going to say it was bad, but there were some episodes that I'm like, why is this here? This could have been tightened up a bit. And I love the concept. I have a huge 80s obsession. It's very Stephen King-esque with like the way it's like a direct continuation. Um, but you know they're going to milk it. Mm-hmm. They're going to milk that calf dry and it's not going to be Because good. it makes money. It does, yeah. Because it's going to pull in view, mm-hmm. views, viewers. And mm-hmm. it's like, and that's why um, one, one show that I watched this past year... Um, uh, the end of the fucking world. Mm. That was. Uh, I, I, I heard of it. I didn't see it. From I think that was a great show mm-hmm. or like a mini series, whatever it was supposed to be, because yeah. it's also based off a I think a graphic novel, but mm-hmm. like that, that, that side of it. But mm-hmm. like the way it ended for me was so ambiguous mm-hmm. that it, it could have went one way or Which another. Is good. Yeah. But then like and I, I I believe that was like the rest of like the source material from the book, mm-hmm. and that was the whole point of it. But but because it made money, because people watched it, yeah. We're gonna, they're gonna make a second season. Yeah. And I'm like, I, mm-hmm. why? Yeah. I just, just why? I, 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 I can't. I can't. They're doing the same thing with like, not the same thing, but with Big Little Lies. It has season yeah. two. Now Meryl Streep is that in it. Too. Which, you know, and I don't think they're doing it with sharp objects because I, I think like, no, I think uh, the creator, it's, it's two different, it's two different writers. So okay. Gillian Flynn is sharp objects and then the other one is, uh, pretty little lot, not pretty little lies. <laughs> what a big little liar, pretty One whatever. Of my favorite shows. You know, Meryl Streep gets an ice cream cone thrown at her. That's what we're gonna be watching for season two. <laughs> uh, but other than that, um, I, I think she said we're not doing a season two, Gillian Flynn, because she doesn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Her characters, the book ends in a perfect spot. The series is perfect. Yeah, it's one of the best shows ever recommend it but i hate when people milk it and i wish i could stop it but you know we get so caught up we look at hamilton hamilton's the same way with theater yeah. two years ago i know it's still going on oh god yeah. two years ago all the ki- theater kids and theater people were like did you see hamilton did you see hamilton blah 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 and it's great it's great they're seeing theater and it's very pop culture centric yeah and all everyone's talking about it but so many shows great comment got robbed because of hamilton yeah. and i know it's all timing and i'm not blaming any of the creators or the cast whatever but that's how the ball rolls. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of good shows get swept under the rug because uh, everyone's obsessed with certain things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, besides that, I watched something that you might actually... I don't know. if we, Me and uh, Mark are watching Big British Bake Off. I got him turned on to it. Uh, it, it, was, it was some... That good... <laughs> I, like, it's, the, it's the way... Uh, um, I think John first introduced me to it, or it's like it just felt so relaxing, and mm-hmm. then something you just like put on the background. Of course, you're like almost like kind of like mildly doing something else. Yeah, uh, and yeah, that's that's the I think that's the point of it, maybe mm-hmm. for, at least for me it is. But uh, it's it's also great just like looking at like what's what's going on here and like uh, all these contestants. So mm-hmm. uh, it's it's quite entertaining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you told me that you didn't really like the host banter oh yeah so i'm not a big fan of that i don't know how this is gonna fly but i watched a comedy special nanette by henna gatsby who's an australian comedian the, yeah I, it's I, been I, really going around in the news lately we're a little bit late to it it mm-hmm. started in the summer but okay. i just got around to watching it a couple weeks ago and i think it was transcendent for a comedy special yeah. because it's part comedy special part life lesson mm-hmm. like she's teaching you about like her like how she identifies as a person as well as a comedian, how that's been like her whole life. And then like, it goes from comedy to like tears wow. real quick and it gets really serious. I highly recommend watching it. I, it's super good. If I can go back, uh, I, I forgot. I watched something recently too, uh, just in tangent, uh, mm-hmm. no, uh, on that, uh, or correlation. Sorry. I'm, my, my word, uh, uh, speak is all over the place. <laughs> Me today, no everybody. speak good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I, I watched the, uh, documentary, uh, Tig, 
Tig. Yeah. Oh, Never she, heard I, of it. Um, she, well, she's a comedian. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, it kind of like goes into like her kind of, uh, life, uh, within like the past like few years. How like, you know, she's wanting to have a child mm-hmm. or like, uh, at the same time, like, uh, has breast cancer oh, and then like just like yeah. lost her mother and it's oh it's comedy <laughs> yeah and it's actually pretty good and she's actually really really funny like she's mm-hmm. in that uh comedic space with like zach alfanakis mm-hmm. and uh uh sarah sarah silverman and, mm-hmm. she, and her her comedic style is quite dry uh but it, it, it's actually re- really funny when uh the way that she delivers it and okay. it's uh yeah it, it's it's actually pretty sad the kind of stuff that uh, she just goes into like mm-hmm. you know having you know, like uh not graduating high school or mm-hmm. like uh or like even coming out yeah uh some pretty powerful stuff i totally recommend it i think it came yeah. out maybe a couple years back i'll so. watch that if you watch this i will all right um besides that i feel like uh, we've talked about this before or we might not have um i'm not really a fan of comedy specials like they never really make me laugh unless like i'm in the moment like if i go see a live comedian maybe i'll laugh but it's funny because like other things like puns on tv will make me chuckle Mm -hmm. but like when i see genuine comedians like recorded for like a netflix special or whatever it never makes me laugh this made me laugh and it made me think which was something that was like surprising going into it and coming out from it and it's probably a comedy special that i will watch again which never happens as you know like who rewatches comedy specials? I mean, for for me, I I, I actually do. I, I think there, I, there, you, I did with like the Latin kids kings of comedy when I was younger, and that's it. <laughs> but I, I just found them so funny. Like Gabriel Iglesias, I yeah. found hilarious, but the, not the, adult me. There's one special uh, aside from uh, the one I'm about to talk about. Uh, I like going back and rewatching Jim Jeffries sets. Yeah. I think he's actually pretty funny. I just like his mm. Australian banter and yeah. how he just makes fun of Americans mm-hmm. most of the time as well. Yeah. But uh one one I always keep going back to and I've referenced it before in another podcast, uh another episode, uh is um uh Chris Gethard, uh, yeah. career suicide. Mm-hmm. Still one of my favorites. Uh how it can make you uh as you uh, you were saying with the with a, a, a net, right? Mm-hmm. Uh how mm-hmm. um it can make Nanette. you Nanette, I'm Kinda sorry. Uh where it can make you laugh but also like like can be on the verge of tears uh, as like cuz he's going into his own his own life and his mental health throughout like the last like 15 years mm. that he's had. And it's it's some really strong powerful stuff. I mean, uh this was on Broadway uh about maybe uh, about a year ago, mm. about uh, a year or two uh uh ago and it's it's great it's hbo special it's it's about maybe an hour and a half long Mm -hmm. and i use it as sort of like a mantra for me just to like get me in my own like headspace and mindset and it's 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 really good stuff Mm -hmm. i i totally recommend it uh hell i'll give you my hbo account if you just want to like watch you just opened yourself up to a lot of strange people on the internet mark well only three of us listen so we're good right (laughs) now um with that let's take a break all right well we're back so who decided to show up tonight? Just cl- hey, let me in. Oh, who's that? We don't have a ladder. <laughs> Trying to get in. You're gonna have to jump, man. Let down the drawbridge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Hey, I'm here, guys. You just landed in, boy. Look at that. See one Broadway <laughs> show, and look, he's a damn actor now. <laughs> no, that's true. And you missed the Frozen fiasco this week. 
I know. I, I wish know, you I were, were there. so close. I, I was there for the aftermath, I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, it was all all love, all hugs. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. seemed like they were having a good time. You mean you weren't that one holding the <laughs> Trump sign? Oh, I, I almost a- I squinted and thought it was Matt. But... <laughs> I, I brought an Al Gore sign to, oh, to my, my my show. Hillary <laughs> Clinton sign. Or yeah, sign. Mine was Joe Biden. Oh. <laughs> I voted for Kodos. Did we talk about that on this podcast? Have we have we what? all done our Joe Biden favorite memories? I don't have. Wait, any. no, he's alive. I'm thinking of John McCain. Yes, so, <laughs> I thought I was thinking of John McCain. I know. Oh, okay. In the span of episodes, John McCain's died. We killed Burt Reynolds, which we didn't mention. Like, our, uh, if we were going to make fun of Joe Biden, I was going to bring up his, his dead son. Oh, goodness. Oh, boy. But honestly, we killed Burt Reynolds, guys. Our podcast is way too topical for no one to listen to it. No. Oh man, it really is. Well, R.I.P. Yeah. Although it's been a little while since we've since we've come up in the news. Yeah. Nothing for. Uh, uh, before sunrise, nothing for female trouble. Sleepaway camp. True. No, yeah. sleepaway camp was Burt Reynolds. Because remember, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> oh, that's true. Okay, yeah, that counts. Duh, that's what I said. <laughs> I was like, we predicted it all. Oh damn! I thought from Boogie Nights. No, but, oof. That was it was night. the second. Yeah. He could handle one of our yeah. jabs, but then two just did him in. Another episode kills him right yeah. out. So. Before you showed up, we were just saying what we watched. I had one more Ooh. thing to share that I know Mark is excited for. Ooh. Am I? New I season think I know. of American Horror Story. Oh, <laughs> American Horror Story Apocalypse. Yeah, I know what I was more thinking. like Apocalypse. Oh. More like a crock of shit. Am I right? <laughs> I mean, Am you, I right? I mean, you said it, not me. Oh, I'm going to watch the <laughs> shit out of it. It's, like, it's taken. Ryan Murphy's going to come for you, John, um, from that. What do you mean? I retort. love the show. I've seen every episode of American Horror Story. I own four seasons on Blu-ray. Not all of them. I'm not an insane man. Some of them are <laughs> shit. But it's combining two of my favorite seasons. The first one, which is like, everyone's like, I'm okay with this. It's not good. It's not bad. Mark looks so upset right now, guys. I, I just, it's like I just kicked a puppy in front of Mark. I'm just going to let you talk. And then Coven, which is like the camp season. It's like the funny camp. Um, Emma, not the one with Emma um, Roberts is oh, like no, surprise this. bitch. You saw the last of me. They're all witches. Pang the pone. Stevie Nicks the shows with, up. Uh, there's one with Kathy or Katie. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Yeah. Kathy Bates started in season three. I've only seen like one half of an episode, and mm-hmm. that was one of them. This, yeah. this is what confuses me because so I know with like this show they they all like use the same actors, mm-hmm. right? So how are they combining two seasons? Ooh. Oh, because Sarah Paulson is playing three different characters and directing. Yeah, they got different costumes, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. There you go. It's insane. Sarah Paulson, as she, is a meme she, on the internet, can play 27 characters, smoke a cigarette for every one of them. But she fine. looks the same in every, in every one of them. But I like her. I like her. Wow. Even though her dating is a little topical, she likes, the older, she likes the older woman. Oh, well, like, yeah. Real, like double her age older woman but okay. i mean I've heard she's of successful may. and amazing so i'm not going to judge her on that i've heard of may december but january <laughs> december <laughs> damn it there's nothing after the whole that. rotation yeah. but um i'll watch it and i will report back okay i'm excited starts this week this wednesday i won't be watching it on wednesday i'll be watching it on saturday but um apocalypse what could happen billy eichner's on it really Jessica lang's coming back Is for one episode yelling? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, uh, Billy side. Lord's on it. Joan Collins is on it. Stevie Nicks is back. Everyone is here, wow. just like Smash Bros. Everyone <laughs> is here except Lady Gaga, who is uh, probably going to win the Oscar this year. Oh yeah, she, uh, I just saw the trailer for that new movie. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, 
Bradley Cooper's directing. Yeah. And it made me really excited for it. Yeah, Starsborn. Mm-hmm. And how Matt oh. said, I don't see a premise for this. And I'm like, it got remade four times, man. Uh-huh. I don't see yes, it. Yes, this is the fourth remake of A Starsborn. I'm telling you. We had one of the gainers. We had, uh, uh, oh gosh, Judy Garland, Barbara mm-hmm. Streisand, now Lady Gaga. Four times. Really? Yes! Wow. How have you not heard of A Star is Born? I've never heard of I'm it. I'm telling you, it's not going to work. There's too many movies out there. I can't keep track <laughs> of all of them. The Streisand version <laughs> is the worst version, but the other ones are okay, and this one looks amazing. Yeah, people love She's it. She's going to win. Venice is going crazy over it. <laughs> and then we have Suspiria, but that's a topic for Ooh. Suspiria. Suspiria. <laughs> also a movie with Shia LaBeouf in it. Yeah, I actually own that. Yeah. That was a time where it's like, wow, Shia LaBeouf, he won't go crazy one day. You know, <laughs> I liked few seconds before Crazy Shia LaBeouf, when he was in the Sia video, that was my favorite Shia LaBeouf. Mm. Oh, when he, no, that, that, he, was already, he was already crazy yeah. at yeah, that he, point. And then Cabaret threw him right over the edge when he showed up to Cabaret and started slapping mm-hmm. chorus girls' asses. Oh, oh that I didn't know about. You didn't know? No. Alan Cummings had to be like, stop that. Stop <laughs> that. Like, mid-show. <laughs> in character, of course, because, you know, it's him. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I didn't Broadway, know that. A lot of Broadway this episode. Yikes. Mm, mm-hmm. I'm liking it. I'm loving it. Well, speaking of uh, somebody playing a couple roles, one complaint I have about Frozen, the musical. Oh, gosh. I thought it was pretty good, I, I gotta say. Oh, I liked God. the production. It was, it was it was nice. Did someone trip over Olaf's puppet? <laughs> no, Olaf's puppet that was is like freaky. one of the, the a hand puppet, right? Or yeah. something like that, a kabuki actor behind okay, it. That, yeah. Okay, yeah. two complaints. Did, did you see what happened, though, where it's like he just like, oh, yeah. tumbles yeah, yeah, with it? <laughs> like, how'd you screw up that's that like, bad? Like, this is incredible. mask falls off, and like, she has to put yeah. up the hand and hold it. Oh, that's God. I haven't seen that. That's amazing. No, the, the puppeteer yesterday was pretty good, but it, you just can't make that look normal. It was no. freaky as it's hell. It's Broadway. It's Broadway. <laughs> children, children, children were crying. Well, <laughs> including you were that's one of those Olaf. children. Yeah. That's Olaf. I don't know. Sven's creepier to me in that show because oh, no, Sven it's like, was awesome. But it's like a super realistic one actors inside that costume yeah. reindeer costume. No, that was awesome. Oh. Uh, and, April, she didn't have her glasses on. Yeah. She actually thought it was a real. Uh, I guess reindeer for a bit. Sweet April, <laughs> <laughs> bless her. But uh, and, and then she put on her. I, I, I said, think, I said, no, yeah. it's not. Yeah, it was like a few seconds, and then she put on her glasses. And she, oh, yeah, oh, I should probably be wearing these. You should take her to go <laughs> see, see the show. <laughs> take her to go see Equus then. Oh, okay. oh it's just yeah, a real show with a horse in it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm surprised you didn't see SpongeBob, but it's last week. SpongeBob oh, was nah. good. I would have recommended it. <laughs> yeah. I had a lot of fun with SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Sitting only like three rows away from the stage. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. it's actually a lot Ooh. of fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I've heard pretty good things, but well, it's closing now, so yeah, I know. <laughs> You'll keep hearing them until you know. Well, maybe you might just... find it online somewhere if you look hard enough. <laughs> I watch you one torrent? show. <laughs> Don't give our sources away. <laughs> <laughs> I watch one show like every few years, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, this was kind of out of my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, April's been wanting to see it for yeah. a while. Yeah, since this is theater cast, I have to brag. I'm going to see Laura Bonanti, one of my favorite actresses. Mm-hmm. You may know her from Gypsy, Into the Woods, mm-hmm. Nine, etc. Broadway diva, taking over for lead role in My Fair Lady in October. Nice. Give me reason to live till the end of October. You said nine. Is that Daniel Day Lewis nine? That the movie? is no. the musical version of Eight and a Half by uh, no. Fellini. No, nine really? is supposed to be the animated movie with, uh, with Which Elijah is Wood. And you know what? They came out the same week. <laughs> Isn't that weird? Because I remember going to the theater That's not confusing. and saying to them, Can I see nine? And they went, The animated version? I went, No, the musical. And I was the only one in the audience. <laughs> I love that musical. A lot of people hate that. Musical. That sounds cool. I didn't know that existed. Mm-hmm. Huh. We'll have to watch uh, Eight and a Half and then watch Nine immediately after <laughs> for a double bill. But yeah. uh, that's my Broadway news and all my news. Matt, what did you see? 
Ooh, let's see. I just came in from uh, <laughs> the rain, <laughs> the window. <laughs> I I have a new rating scale. Ever since I switched to AMC A list, do you have one for the podcast? <laughs> because oh, I think we need. No, that. I love Why, ours. What's wrong with the pizza scale? <laughs> oh well. It doesn't make any sense, but come on. I think it's just the number eight that bothers (laughs) me. I love love it. It's not ten, it's not five. It's very upsetting. I I love just joke ratings. But they they split it, you know, professional (laughs) critics do out of four all the time. That's like traditional for film. I don't think we're at professional level We could be the new Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, Uh, Rotten Pizza. I mean, Tomatoes (laughs) is on pizza, so. Not on my pizza. Now that I look, I see tomatoes are on pizza. (laughs) (laughs) The more you. No. Oh, what did you see, Matt? This Ooh, rating system. What you... I watched 2001: A Space for the Odyssey. First time? No, for the second time. You've only watched it two times. I mean, hey, how but... can you watch it more than once? I know. Well, so... it's, 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 it's a track. <laughs> yeah. oh, I, I adored it. I watched it in um, the largest screen in the country. My ass. I am <laughs> <laughs> just spread <laughs> out. I didn't know you were there that night. Uh. See, I'm funny podcast. I'm funny. I'm thinking of a thing that like Hal could say relating to your ass, but I, I'm coming up blank. Oh. I can't even throw a compliment at my ass. <laughs> uh, I know. No, it, 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 it was good. It was good. Yeah. So 2000. It was just good. You wiped it up all that length, and it was. Just oh good. no! It was fantastic. It was utterly amazing. I. I totally uh, recommend you, yeah. everyone go see this on that screen at amc lincoln mm-hmm. square uh they're not showing it anytime soon yeah. so <laughs> just keep that in the back of your mind for the next decade how did i can't handle that one scene that's like 20 minutes of silence like like the beginning with uh, the like, apes no, it's yeah like, oh, there, there's, there's another one with actually. like at the end where they're in space like, oh yeah yeah that unnerves me to no end like that is the most unnerving thing in the oh world. it was fantastic those yeah. that silence sounded amazing over the dolby atlas <laughs> you could hear nothing amc lincoln square um but yeah not so i watched that i watched searching with john oh, cho I hear that's better than what people are giving it credit for yeah i heard it's I, like unfriended but good honestly i would say it's worse than people are <laughs> giving it, it credit good. for unfriended no <laughs> they don't use the internet the right ways and unfriended but or unfriended, unfriended too, too. <laughs> Searching was good. It was a pretty light thriller. I feel like they use the internet properly. Apparently, it was directed by an ex uh, Google person, ex ex Googler. Okay, uh, so that's pretty cool. He and, went to uh, jail for Googling. He got some hard time for Googling. <laughs> he just came back to make a movie about it. Well, I thought it was a female ex Googler, actually. <laughs> she. Sorry. Oh, okay. well, I don't know. I don't. I hear they use um, accompaniment actually pretty uh, clever in this, where it's like you know it's just supposed to be like where they yeah he just like John Cho just has like uh, like a laptop open somewhere and like he has YouTube like calming music playing oh yeah yeah, yeah. so i thought 24 7 anime radio stations on youtube yeah just yeah. like a girl flipping through a notebook <laughs> with her cat love that but uh yeah i, I hear that i heard someone like describe that like oh that's a you know, interesting way of like using like a soundtrack so yeah it, it was a very clever movie i'll definitely say that but um yeah i feel like after a while the premise almost limits it in a way they find sort of creative ways around it like the uh, I don't think this is a spoiler, but everything in the movie, everything on screen, you're like watching through screens. Yeah. Like it's all happening either on a laptop screen or a phone or like mm-hmm. things like that. Chat room. We, like we don't look at our phones enough. <laughs> and you don't look at it while watching a movie too. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was pretty good. It was a good. Uh, I went with April. She she said something that I liked afterwards. She said it was a good story, and I added to that like, but it didn't make for a 
particularly good movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting story, but um, uh, one thing I really uh, got to complain about was it was necessitated by the film, but everybody was using FaceTime. Oh yeah, and nobody happen. uses no. FaceTime. No. Not a soul were they in the on world. MySpace too. Not even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, they were on a. It was pretty good. I don't even think people our age use Facebook that much anymore. Oh no, they definitely do not. No. Um, so. And uh, okay, no, a couple. And we're sixty, my... so. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My no, my mind is going in so many different places. Okay. Did you because take I'm sixty. This yeah. Okay. Thank goodness. I took. The 30 of them. Oh. So I'm, I'm feeling great. <laughs> You're oh. all over the walls. Uh, Why are you foaming from the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a knife. Don't ask him. <laughs> I'm going... No. I was gonna, oh, that's too soon. I was going to say, I'm going for Mac Miller as Halloween. Oh, oh. R.I.P. Right, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to laugh at that joke. Yeah, I wasn't. Anyway, unfri- un- unfriended. <laughs> no. Uh, un- Amy Adams, nicest woman in Hollywood, just walked out of the room <laughs> on that joke. And tisk tisk. One of our many characters <laughs> on the show that we stole from other shows. <laughs> Uh, and there's un- Glass Lady, and there's Burt Reynolds' horse. <laughs> uh, no, un- Unfriended 3, Searching. It was... Uh, I-, I do really appreciate that, like, there's a kind of a montage in the beginning. A, a well-done montage, uh, similar-ish to what you would find in Up, in oh. terms of uh, emotional in resonance. Searching? You compared Ops opening to searching? That's a bit racist. I mean... What do you mean it's racist? I don't know how it's racist. <laughs> what? I mean, okay, maybe think not in the same caliber, but... Up, his wife dies of cancer in the opening scene! I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, think it's about it. To Carmen's habanera, kind of, sort of. I mean, well, Carmen Tarmanera is later in it, but never mind. Oh, I mean, well, yeah, what you... <laughs> but I, if you... But if you watch the movie, you'll see the similarities. Anyway, um, but I do really appreciate that, like, as they're going through time in this montage, you actually see, like, YouTube as it looked in 2004, 2005. Mm. Um, I guess 2005, it didn't exist in 2004. But um, uh, you see Facebook, like, back in the day, what it really used to look like. There was something. Looks like you're searching for answers. Oh, you know what? The- <laughs> <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of premise seeds that don't really uh, gel with me, first, for searching, I feel like it was marketed as this kind of thing where, like, oh, the lead guy, the father, doesn't, like, know his daughter at all. Like, she's somebody completely different. Mm-hmm. And they touch on that a little bit, but it's it's really not, like, what is at the heart of the movie, which is um, what I really wanted to get out of it. Like, I thought that was a fantastic premise, really interesting, had something to say about today's uh, technology and society, but kind of dropped the ball on that. Mm-hmm. So I was a little disappointed. I... Uh, and it's it's a small, slight movie. I think it's like an hour and a half, hour forty. Mm. I wouldn't drop more than five, six, seven dollars on it, but it's worth watching, especially if you catch it on like HBO sometime. Mm. Mm-hmm. And, no, uh, I have to watch it because you and other people have said it's better than what people are giving you credit for. So yeah, it's don't drop a lot of money on it. Oh. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> after that, I saw Alpha, the the dog oh, movie. Oh God, you saw oh. a lot of awful movies this I, week. It was free. <laughs> Okay, and, well, uh, free is the best price. Yeah, I, I'd Just say like our podcast, don't, free. don't drop, <laughs> don't drop a ton of money on that. Don't drop much money at all on that. On Alpha, yeah. But wow, it, it, it was fine. Stupid dog movies. No, like it was fine for what it was. It was, was it better than a dog's purpose? Uh, I don't know. I remember the last <laughs> stupid dog movie I saw was Good Boy. What? That sounds great. Ago. That Good sounds boy. great. It's like two thousands, like early. Is that, 2000s. Wow, is that like Shiloh? No, that no. predated the meme. <laughs> But uh, 
Yeah, with Alpha, they introduce the dog way too late. It's a short movie. He only shows up at the 11th hour in the film. It's a short movie and they introduce him too late. So it's just like Life of Pi. I haven't really watched that. I've seen bits and and pieces. (laughs) There's a tiger in it. I hear that. <laughs> I, I've heard. There, there, but... there may or may not be a tiger. Well, it's CGI. Schrodinger's so. tiger. Well, it's also figuratively and literally. Mm. It's all might be a tall tale. You never, know. you never know. But well, uh, did you see any good movies? I, I think I own Life of Pi for free, like on Google Play Books. But what are we doing? Sin here? Can't Let's open go. that. It's worth a watch. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's it. That was my life. Wow. And Spider-Man came out. Oh, yeah, Spider-Man. I've been hearing a lot about this Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on hold. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Let me tell you, we watched Spider-Man 3 this week, too. Oh. You know, we rewatched uh, that little thing Rainbow. on Netflix. Oh, dance, Toby. It was fantastic. <laughs> oh. Watching it again, just skip through all like the filler parts, and you'll have a blast. No, you could just watch the whole movie and yeah. have a good time. Yeah, it's yeah. too long. That it's movie. Like two hours, 40 Sam minutes. Sam Raimi uh, literally. Did wonders with those movies. No, like, he literally, like, he knows exactly what he was doing mm-hmm. for that. And then he didn't want to make that third one. And when he was forced, <laughs> like, he, he intentionally just butchered it. Yeah. It's uh, like, screw you, Sony. Yeah. Hmm. Making those royalties for uh, Evil Dead the Musical. Which is okay, I think. I like it. The soundtrack's a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like the music. (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) With the deer on the wall. We should watch Evil Dead since it is our spooktacular marathon. Is that that what that is? Is this a segue? I think it is. Let's hop on it. So, why don't we get to our. Oh no, it's a Kendarian (laughs) demon! (laughs) His head just spun around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, not that movie yet. Maybe soon. What are we watching tonight? Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Yeah, wouldn't it be appropriate if it was Evil Dead? I do love. The, I like the sequel more than the original. It's more zany. Yeah, it has more fun. But I do like the original, and even Army of Darkness is fun too. That was the first one that introduced me to it. And Army of Darkness. Yeah, I think it was me too. You found me beautiful once, <laughs> lady. You got real ugly. Hey, Nikto. Gosh, Bruce Campbell also related to Spider Man. Doing a lot of yeah. Apparently, Bruce Campbell made a. He's in every one of those. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Didn't, didn't never notice that. I mean, I haven't seen Spider Man in forever, but watching Spider Man 3 was like a waiter and one scene, and mm-hmm. we we're like, huh, that's yeah. him. And, and he's also in the video game. Also, oh. Oh, he, oh, he, he was. He voiced like all the tutorial of the video yeah. game. He was the narrator. Also, hmm. uh, still on the Evil Dead uh, tangent, uh, <laughs> uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, total recommend. Yeah. I, I hear good things about that show. Uh, it got canceled, uh, unfortunately, but it's still fun. Uh, three seasons, fun. Okay. Hmm. Well, what we're watching tonight, your hints were. 1982 movie, cold, don't trust anyone or anything, and another hint, almost a total sausage party. Almost a total sausage party. Well, since Mark knows, <laughs> I can tell. Matt, you, you, Matt, you, Matt, you have you to go guess. First. Could I have a few guesses? Yeah. I think one is a joke one. Okay. Poltergeist. No, I do love Poltergeist. Though, okay. Even Poltergeist 2 with, Carolyn, come into the light, this house is clean. Zelda <laughs> Rubenstein, God bless. You've never done this before. Neither of you. You're all right. You go. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> you're tired and move the body. <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> oh. <laughs> God, I love that movie. Not the remake. Do not oh, that, remake. that is trash. Trash. <laughs> trash. Oh. Uh, Aunt Ida trash. Aunt Ida trash. That's our character. Yes. She's still here. Oh, I love it. I've, I've started explaining that to my friends and co-workers. How is Poltergeist a joke? I love that movie. 
It's not a sausage fest, right? No. Total. There are women in that. Yeah, movie. exactly. <laughs> women. Women. Uh, anything by it's a John, uh, John Carpenter. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Is it a? What's it called? Is it like at the mountains? No, not at the mountains of madness. At the mouth of madness. No. Into the mouth of into my mouth. No, but it's interesting. You know. <laughs> no, but that's a movie I've been in. <laughs> mm. Uh, I'm not. Sure. Uh, it's it's the one that came after the thing. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know the title. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mark. Is it well? Is it John Carpenter's The Thing tonight? Oh, yes. oh. damn it! We're watching yes. The Thing. Yes, oh, I had my John dates Carpenter's wrong. Damn it! Oh, oh Matt, horror movies of all time. I thought '82 was. Uh, oh, oh, damn! In it. the mouth of babes, or whatever you're suggesting. <laughs> I don't know. Ooh. Whatever. Ooh, Assault on Precinct <laughs> 13. Um. <laughs> Obviously, this is one of the most famous horror films ever made. Very mainstream and influenced tons of scares in modern pop culture. Why this film? Not my fave sci-fi. That goes to Alien. I love Alien. Mm -hmm. As I discussed with Mark off podcast one day. Um, Which was my original choice. But instead, I felt, you know, this one's a little more machismo than the horror movies that I usually suggest. So I, why don't I throw a bone to you two guys who like (laughs) can't appreciate good culture and good art sometimes. Definitely not. But other times, you know. Are just there for a good time like this. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a badass motherfucking horror movie. Yes, <laughs> and, absolutely. Uh, a classic that everyone has to see if they call themselves a horror fan. Gore, guts, thrills, and spills galore. Mm. I have some pre-notes for you. A little history lesson. Feel free to interrupt me if anything interests you. Uh, directed by John Carpenter. Written by Bill Lancaster. Based on the novella, Who Goes There? By John W. Campbell. Development of the film began in the mid-1970s when producers David Foster and Lawrence Terman suggested an adaptation of Who Goes There to Universal Pictures. It had been loosely adapted once before in Howard Harks and Christian Nyby's 1951 film The Thing from Another World, but Foster and Truman wanted to develop a project that struck more, stuck more closely to the source material. Hmm. John Carpenter was first approached about the project in 1976, but Carpenter was mainly an independent film director, so Universal chose the Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Poltergeist director Toby Hooper for the original choice, Ooh. as they already had him under contract. He died recently in 2017, and for our last episode we were talking about who died recently, it was George Romero, Night of the Living Dead. He died uh, real recently. Right. That's who I was trying to remember. I George Romero? Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot of horror people died. I think they both died in 2017, which was like... Super recent. That's so mm-hmm. unfortunate. I love. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, posts later stuff. <laughs> yes. I, uh, George A. Romero, legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the producers were ultimately unhappy with Hooper after several more fail- several more failed pitches by different writers and attempts to bring other directors on, such as John Landis, an American Werewolf in London's director, which was another also a murderer. Miss- mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, was a near miss. Uh, honorable mention to this podcast. I was so close to picking that in the stead because I really love that movie and I know you guys probably haven't seen American Werewolf in London before, right? I have. You have? Yes. Okay. Good, good. movie. Good. Um, the project was put on hold. Even so, the success of Ridley's, uh, Ridley Scott's 1979 Alien helped revitalize the project and the horror genre, at which point Carpenter became loosely attached following his success with his first slasher film, Halloween. Carpenter was initially weary. He didn't want to make a creature film. However, as we see from the final project, product, this is what happened. Carpenter found the creepiness of the imitations conducted by the creature and the questions it raised interesting. So he said, you know what? This is more cerebral. I think I'm going to do it this way. Oof, Carpenter drew parallels between the novel and Agatha Christie's mystery novel, and then there were none. Ooh. So he kind of combined the plots of both. 
Uh, Universal initially set a budget for $10 million, with a modest 200000 for creature effects, which at the time was more than any other studio had ever allotted to a monster film. As storyboarding and designs were finalized, the crew estimated they would need at least 750000 for creature effects. Yeah. A figure Universal executives agreed to after seeing the number of workers employed under Rob Botton, the special makeup effects designer for this film. The special effects in this film are amazing, yes. practical, wonderful, legendary. Go watch it. When filming began in August, the thing had a budget of $11.4 million. The final cost was $12.4 million, and overhead cost brought it to $15 million. Not too bad. So that's $10 million to $15 million. Yeah. Guess that's there were an extra $5 million. <laughs> Guess there were unions involved. <laughs> and it made $19.6 million in the initial run. However, it was bombed. It bombed in the box office yeah. initially. Because yeah. a certain little alien by the name of E.T. came out. <laughs> And stole everyone's focus away from the creepy thing. E.T. no want no movie budget, <laughs> eh? But, you know, Elliot, I could do a better E.T., but I won't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the thing had no Oscar noms. Fans initially hated the film partially because they found it too gory. <laughs> Ooh. Um, eventually gained frame from fans through video and DVD release. So this is another cult film that I have suggested on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, the impact on Carpenter was immediate. He lost his job of directing the 1984 science horror fiction Fire Starter by Stephen King, mm-hmm. um, which isn't really a good movie now that we look at it. But that is Drew Barrymore's first role, I think. She's the main huh. character in Fire Starter, the little girl. So was wait was Fire Starter the one with the cat? No, or? that's uh, that's uh, Cat's Eye. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, I was... but you were close. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, do 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 do. Poor performance. Uh, his previous success had gained him a multiple film contract at Universal, but the studio opted to buy him out of it instead. He continued making films afterward, but lost confidence, and did not openly talk about the thing's failure until a 1985 interview, where he said, I was called a pornographer of violence. I had no idea it would be received that way. The thing was just too strong for the time. I knew it was going to be strong, but I didn't think it would be too strong. Hmm. I didn't think the public's taste... I didn't take the public's taste into consideration. The film was fondly remembered for amazing special effects led by Rob Botton, who also did effects in The Howling, which I mentioned previously on the podcast. Mm. Um, it had good special effects, but that movie was kind of hit or miss for me with mm. The Werewolf. Uh, and Carpenter's The Fog, which is another great film. During filming, the then 21-year-old Botton was hospitalized for exhaustion, double pneumonia, and a bleeding ulcer caused by his extensive workload. Botton himself explained he would hoard the work. I get that opting to be directly involved in many of the complicated tasks himself. His dedication to the project saw him spend over a year living on the universe a lot. Botten said he did not take a day off during that time and slept on the sets or in the locker rooms. <whistles> Matte paintings and backdrop- backdrops done by Alfred Hitchcock's go-to guy, Albert Whitlock, uh, was originally going wait, to wait, film wait. thing. Yeah. Alfred Hitchcock's go-to guy is... Albert Whitlock. Yes. That's, that's him in like a mustache or something. <laughs> that's not real. <laughs> Good evening. Coming out with his fat silhouette. <laughs> Loosing birds on Tippy Hedren. <laughs> now that I look at it, that is a little suspicious. Now I didn't notice that before. That's not a guy that exists. <laughs> um, he was originally going to film the thing in stop motion, but they settled for only two instances of this in the film. Other than that, it's hmm. all live action. The soundtrack is by Ennio uh, Morricone. Italian composer who has composed favorites of mine, such as all of Sergio Leone's films, The Dollar Trilogy, the French comedy Le Cage aux Falls, Exorcist II, The Hateful Eight, and obviously The Thing. Um, emulated John Carpenter's synths and 80-ness of it all. So this is a very synth-heavy 80s score. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There was a prequel film, also called The Thing, released yeah. in 2011. Garbage. It's okay. Um, it's okay. I'm not a fan of it. But it couldn't live up to this. There's no way you can live up to this. That movie has a lot of problems. It does have a lot of problems. It's like, like production issues mm. as well. I appreciate that it was a prequel and not a remake, though. You know, it did something a little bit different. You could have, like, not, like... You could have had a different title, though, I think. Yeah, that, yeah, was, one of the, that was one of the problems with it yeah. uh, mentioned online. Uh, John Carpenter's favorite film is this film that he's done, mm-hmm. and it's considered his best work by modern fans. As we know, the film stars, or you will know, Kurt Russell, Keith David, A. Wilford Brimley, who you may know as Diabetes Guy, huh. he's in this. Uh, I think this is one of his first mainstream films. Uh, Thomas G. Waits, Richard Macer, T.K. Carter, Richard Dysart, uh, Charles Holland, Donald Moffat, David Clennon, Peter Maloney, and Joel Hollis. Mm-hmm. Um, is Thomas G. Waits like Tom Waits, the musician? <laughs> the musician? Is that... I don't think so, man. Yeah, probably Maybe not. Maybe a father or a grandfather. Distant <laughs> 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 relative. Yeah. Um, other than that, have we ever seen this film before? Yeah, yes. I have not. You have not? No. Oh, I wish April was here tonight. <laughs> it would have been a good film for her to watch. I've seen this movie multiple times and it, and it somehow there there i see it in spurses where like sometimes i forget who is actually the thing mm-hmm. and that's what always like it's like it always kind of surprises me it has that wow factor like mm-hmm. like oh like that like oh shit moment and yeah. and that this movie has many of those and right. it's it's great it's mm-hmm. one of my favorite horror movies to go back and watch Good. so i'm so excited that you picked this well let's go shall we Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Skitter, skitter, skitter. watch some good shit yeah i picked some good shit apparently tonight what a surprise surprise the thing john carpenter's original the thing yes not the sequel the thing what were we drinking bum, bum. we were drinking three bottles i of chose wine. three specific bottles of wine nothing that Very. correlated with what people were drinking in the well, film which wanted, kind of upset yeah. me a little bit I, I wanted to do whiskey but then i was i had a rough week i needed three different bottles of wine so i think I they were good yeah. choices or, i love or, the names or yeah. vodka or vodka I didn't want to go so ham. Next episode, we won't have wine. Next episode, we'll have something different. Okay. Um, I chose Little Penguin, Belly of the Beast, and Mistaken Identity. All which relate to The Thing. Fantastic names. Yes. So, I know we all enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's get started with the plot, shall we? Let's Shall. We open on a beautiful Whitlock backdrop uh, of the <laughs> Earth to the burning title card. Same logo as the original Thing. And the incredible Morricone score. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got that oh, on the cool same thing. logo which, as the original thing. I, oh. I somehow always forget the opening for this movie. Mm-hmm. With the burning. Which I, I, I kind of wish it did without. Uh, the same thing with Predator. Predator opens the same way with this. Or a spaceship uh, entering Earth's atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And because like you, you want that like the, I mean the course of the movie like you're left in like your own kind of imagination of like how the events are kind of unfolding mm-hmm. of them to itself even like the stuff that's never really answered. But I didn't. I could have done without the spaceship. I liked know? it. 
I agree. I I, it. But I, like the, I didn't the, like. Uh, I was gonna say I didn't like it in the moment, like when it was happening it at the beginning. Yeah. But then later on, once the film's plot got underway and you see that the you know the thing is building its own spaceship, like if that were to come and like blindside the audience, that would be a little much without yeah. the opening. Mm-hmm. But maybe it could have been handled well, differently. The, you also find the spaceship like earlier, the original ship that like, yeah, that's true. Enter, so I don't know. True. Yeah, I enjoy actually, it. Then, I, think, yeah. I think the title card is genius. Oh, yeah, I love the title yeah, card. because it's burning. It's yeah. like, you know, burning away the flesh or whatever to mm-hmm. reveal the thing, which I enjoy. And and, and the score is great that yeah. enters. It's very simple. To the point. Boom, boom, boom. And we transition to Antarctica, 1982. We see some Norwegian helicopters, each a be de be de which they mistake as Swedish helicopters. Also, That's also, why I did Swedish chef right where, there. Where does this take place? Uh, Antarctica. 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 Mama. Antarctica. <laughs> Don't let that joke. I'm so glad I let you guys watch that movie. Ugh. Uh, where would we yeah. have a joke with that, Antarctica? Um, some Norwegian helicopters are chasing a husky. And I don't know if you guys read this on Cracked, but we learned that the Norwegians are basically giving us the whole plot of the movie in Norwegian. Mm-hmm. They're going, don't shoot that thing. It's an alien. Or kill that thing, please. It's an alien. It can copy everyone and look like everyone. Yeah, I was thinking if there was just somebody there that spoke Norwegian. Or understood, <laughs> understood like, basic, because they're like, that's not real or whatever like that. Like, if you listen, but, yeah. you know. It's uh, a whole thing about Americans are like, nah, that doesn't work. We need to like kill each other to get it to <laughs> get shit done. Yeah, but it's basically translate to get the hell get the hell away. It's not a dog, but a thing imitating a dog. You idiots. Mm-hmm. So hmm. you know, it's funny. Uh, we are introduced to Kurt Russell chugging some whiskey, playing some uh, chess wizard. Yeah, with the only woman film with the only only woman in this film, the voice of the chess simulator, Adrienne Barbeau, uncredited. Ooh. Which I think she's also in other John Carpenter films. Yes, yeah, she could be. I'm not sure. Yeah, that could be. Possible. I I um I I want this is weird because um uh Red Letter Red Letter Media just put out um which I have been watching. Yeah, thanks to your suggestion. The, uh, yeah, they're they're. Uh, funny, fantastic mm-hmm. people. Uh, they have a series called uh, Re Colon View, uh, which um, they 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 you know they they go through a, a they pick a movie that they just kind of like oogle over and just kind of like di- dissect essentially. Mm-hmm. And this was one of them about maybe about a month ago, I think they did. And uh, you know they they I think that this that they point out like this woman was like one like a featured actress in, in other what, films. And, and, films. And, yeah, okay. so. Yeah, okay. that's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Throw yeah, it there. That is fun. Uh, prior casting for McCready included Christopher Walken, <laughs> Jeff Bridges, oh, Nick yeah. Nolte, guess, Sam Shepard. Okay. Um, who all showed interest but never pursued. Sam Shepard, the uh, playwright? Yeah, an actor. Oh, yeah. Wow. He did a lot. I all can see, I can see yeah. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. Definitely. I, I want to imagine Christopher Walken. You're yeah. a thing. Or whatever. <laughs> I can't do a good Christopher Walken. <laughs> But, you know, um, <laughs> yep. uh, they settled on Kurt Russell. Obviously, John Carpenter has had previous experience with Kurt Russell. He's like, he's right for the job. Um, this is the third time they're working together after Escape from New York and one other prior film. I think it was more of an independent thing, though. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, we meet Childs, Keith David. This is his first film. Um, was it really? Yeah. He's in everything from Armageddon, Platoon, They Live, Coraline, Something About Mary, Cloud Atlas. He has a very long IMDb. Yeah, and Very a, a big voiceover actor nowadays too. Mm-hmm. You catch him in about anything that's close to either animation or video games. Yeah, and yeah, you know, I love him. Mm-hmm. 
The Americans see the Norges' uh, plane. They accidentally blow up their own helicopter. Yeah. Uh, just... There's this whole dynamite, like, whoops, I dropped my dynamite right next to the helicopter. And I don't know why the one Norwegian's like, like gotta digging... find the dynamite. I think, I think it's just because he was afraid of, like, blowing up the helicopter and just wanted to... And just, <laughs> just ran. And, and the Americans got helicopters. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the survivor tries to explain. He shoots it at George, who takes a swig later on. I found that interesting. I saw that in this viewing. He takes a swig of the whiskey that McCready gives him later on, mm-hmm. but is shot in self-defense by Station Commander Maury. Um, Clark takes a liking to the dog. That's his job. I have a list of everyone's yeah. job if you want to hear their official their yeah, duties. He takes care of the dogs. Mm-hmm. No, he, he's kind of the the the, the outsider, the, more like the weirdo, I guess, of the group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, he's more connected to them. Yeah. You know, going back to the opening, I was I think I was trying to maybe read into it too much, like uh, the Norwegians hunting the dog thing. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, this is like setting the setting thematically like the tone for the rest of the movie. It's going to be about like man's uh dominion over everything else mm-hmm. uh, like you know you man, they were just mankind, doing it for fun or whatever a little bit yeah like yeah. mankind trying to control everything and mm-hmm. um and the the chess wizard thing also made me think of that it's like okay first it's like animals now it's like technology and Ooh. stuff like that but um no and then like immediately afterwards i was like well they wouldn't be that serious about shooting <laughs> yeah. a dog like it must be the thing yeah um mccready is a pilot slash meteorologist uh, Childs is muscle. That's all I could find. Yeah. He's like muscle and like work. Um, that's why he's what? always so upset about like why I have to do it. Well, like that, this is what kind of like I, I I was talking about this during, while we were watching it, where it's like this is supposed to be a research facility, and then there's like not too much research going on. Well, they're studying. I, su- I think it's weather, but they also have blood and like these computer the, programs that record the, blood. The most so of the time, you're just watching them like in the rec center, just yeah. like kind of just shooting the shit. The only time you actually see them doing actual science is when they're trying to decipher what the thing is or like yeah. if it's how it's spreading itself. Yeah, they put on their lab co- coats and their science glasses and their beakers and their or, pouring and, and, like, yes, and watching like like eight bit like yeah. re- representations of Asteroids. how yeah or like how like the the thing is spreading from one cell to another mm-hmm. which that I'll was, get to that was YouTube back in the eighties was like <laughs> yeah. how, how to defeat the the thing the OG YouTube uh, Blair is a biologist Windows is communications Clark is kennel Nalls is cook Copper or Cooper is doctor. Sorry, Cooper. Yeah. Norris is the physicist. I think it is Copper, actually, isn't it? I don't... I can't read it. <laughs> it's Cooper. It's oh. Cooper, I think. Uh, Gary is station commander. Palmer is also a pilot. Uh, George Bennings is aviation mechanic. And then Fuchs, I could not find what he was supposed to do. I think he was a chemist or something. Yeah. Because, like, you saw him with, like, little beakers yeah. and, like, test tubes. Yeah, and he was always <laughs> talking to McCready about, like, this is how it's supposed to do. He was kind of common sense, but... Kind of stupid at the same time. All right, so th- here comes the point of the podcast where I thought I was going to hold my bladder, but you guys can go on because I have right. to use the bathroom. Okay, that's fine. So Clark takes a liking to the dog. Mm-hmm. He's the kennel master and just beckons him in. We meet Nalls, who's rollerblading, and this is appropriate for me and Matt because he was an extra out of Boogie Nights. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were getting a real Boogie getting, Nights feeling out Didn't of get it. the part of Roller Girl. It was yeah. very close, though, from what mm-hmm. I hear. Superstitions playing in the background and everything. <laughs> uh, half of the crew... Decides to investigate the Norwegian's base, and the other half remains behind. There's a bad snowstorm on the way. Um, Kurt Russell was actually flying the helicopter. No he had, way. Yeah, he had a few lessons, and there's one point where it actually dips when they're first taking off, that he was like, oh, I got it. 
and then I got it back because he had the pilot like next to him too uh-huh. and at times like the pilot was controlling it and then at times he was controlling it Holy so shit. that's the point where like Kurt Russell took over that's and impressive actually flew the helicopter you, you mentioned this movie was practical but a lot of practical shit Holy in this crap. Movie. yeah that's like uh, Tom Cruise levels <laughs> With, except <laughs> maybe he wore a helmet hopefully yeah I don't know um, there's a lot of quiet openness in this film which I find great um, mm-hmm. I feel like there doesn't need to be dialogue every 20 seconds. Definitely. Gets the point across. I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, even though it's open, there's nowhere to hide, nowhere to run. So it's very isolated, even though it's very open. Mm-hmm. Um, it's similar to Alien in that regard, which is why I also love that movie. And it was yeah. a toss-up between those two. I thought of Reservoir Dogs. It is I mean, Reservoir from Dogs, like, yeah. Because yeah. you don't really know what's going on or who to trust. Yeah, You're and just it is like this closed circle of people. Mm-hmm. It is pretty isolated. Yeah. And now we give our kudos to the best actor in this film, the Husky. Mm-hmm. Really? Too obedient. Too obedient Too to obedient. be a real dog. Uh, you, you see it even earlier on how the camera focuses on him mm-hmm. as, as it stops in the snow and like observes the chopper. Yeah. yeah. And then it keeps going. Mm-hmm. And it's, but like, yeah, like the most haunting thing for me, I think for the, besides when, once it gets to like the dogs is like as it noses open the door mm-hmm. and then, uh, uh, how it like, it's like looking into the rooms mm-hmm. and you see this one silhouette. Of like one of the uh, guys, you don't know who it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, cleverly, I think it was Doctor Dude, or like the guy who had or the heart attack. I, I think it's I yeah, think Norris. It, it, yeah. it has that fear, but like because the hairstyle, you yeah, see, but yeah. like damn fucking curly hairstyle. But yeah. like you even see it noticeably mm-hmm. with like even like uh, yeah. I think Bennings, uh, who's like sort of balding but mm-hmm. still has a kind of like curlyish hairstyle. Yeah, how it turns and then it just fades to black as mm-hmm. like like the silhouette turns. It's like hey dog, yeah. which we don't know if he turns into a thing or not at this point yet because yeah. it cuts to black and right. i think carpenter didn't want to know because he himself didn't know he's mm-hmm. like i never really kept track of who was the thing and who wasn't <laughs> but the, the yeah the, the the husky uh whoever had trained it is is phenomenal yeah. i like my favorite scene with the husky is when it's walking down the hallway looks into a door pauses and yes. then walks into exact- another door yes mm. so i'm like this dog is a better actor than most human beings at this point <laughs> um at the norwegian base the gang finds a smoldering mess and the remains of the 2011 film uh, this is actually the same set as the American base post-explosion. Um, some fucked up remains and some used special effects. Yeah. So this was mm. shot later on in the film after they exploded the first base at the end of this film. Mm. So they wanted to reuse sets to save on some money. And it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's all Norwegian to me. Maybe they found some fossil fuels or a dinosaur or something. Which we didn't believe because they cut out a solid chunk of ice that was a complete square. Yeah. Yep. Which I was just like... I don't know if that holds up exactly. <laughs> and we find a twisted, naked remains of a man, and the gang flies back, and it's totally not strange. The remain turns out to have or two ju- men. Yeah, or t- like they're, they're all melted together. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of like naked people together, and it turns out that they only have one set of human organs, mm-hmm. and they're just like, "Yeah, that's fine." Uh, we see Blair, who is Wilford Brimley, then unknown, now a meme. <laughs> he wanted um, Carpenter wanted an every man who wouldn't be noticed until later on in the film mm-hmm. so too late so he said give me Wilford Brimley he seems like the every man and I think he fits perfectly because Matt during the whole film was like he's not one he can't be one he's Wilford Brimley that's like, true I'm yeah. still convinced like I feel like it happened later I don't mm-hmm. know well I, I think it's strongly hinted that he's been a thing like long too yeah that's what I feel though and they watch these tapes of let's make a deal so you get to feel like what they're doing on this base all the time. They're watching old reruns. 
not talking. There's Which, not to be fair, is what I do at home yeah. Like yeah. with my mom. Just yeah. watch old Let's Make a Deal episodes. Like, like, you also like take account like how long they've actually been there for. Yeah. Because like uh, Windows says with uh, like early in the film where it's like you know like they've been out of touch for two weeks, but like it could even be longer for like them to have been there. Mm-hmm. So it also could have said like oh maybe it has something to do with like uh, what happened previously at the other base in terms of like communication and stuff yeah. like that. So. I just feel that it's odd that they're not communicating with one another. I mean, that adds to the whole thing. Like, I can't trust you. But you would think all ten or so of these men on this base would talk a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I guess we've had time to see how, like, they've divided between them. Because McCready has his cabin, Dolls is in the kitchen. Everyone else has their own cliques. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they're playing pool and cards. Uh, the thing dog is let in and just acts creepy. Yeah. It's sitting under tables constantly watching and it's just a creepy dog. Um, and it's odd that they let this one dog roam around for as long as they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, like, I, they, I don't think they really take into account where it's like, it's like their dog or, yeah. or not mm-hmm. because like the dog just, just shows up for them. But like yeah. it, it, for some reason they could like assume that it's like still theirs. So I, I think they just kind of like let it, let it go or let, let it be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's some of the bizarre thing about it. Mm hmm. Well, this creepy dog is, like, jumping on them. So, it, like, yeah. just had a fake love, which is... A <laughs> fake love. It does, because it's, like, it shows affection. It's so... Mm, I don't know how to feel about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's scary. I don't know. Um, I well, feel anyway. Like, yeah, I like, feel like when the thing takes you over, it's not entirely the thing. It's still, like, Part a lot of you. Mm, that could be I don't well, know. Like, they, well, they even, like kind of describe where it's like you know fire is usually like the big weakness of it mm-hmm. so it's like that's how they kind of discover it uh later on in the film as uh, but uh it it's sort of, it's like it lies dormant mm-hmm. so it, it becomes like a defense mechanism for itself once it's like exposed to that kind of like uh fire mm-hmm. so i think that's what kind of like almost draws it out in, mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. yeah yeah uh so the dog is led into the kennel and we get this great scene where its face rips open, and we know something is yeah. wrong. Something's it, wrong because the dogs are all freaking out. Yeah, well, and, like, yeah, like, uh, like uh, as like uh, Clark like uh, lets it in. <laughs> yeah, and he's dog guy, and he's like kind of observing because like the dog, like the the thing, thing, dog. Th- thing dog is just lying down like so casually, and, and he's like. Is everything okay here? Yeah, but then he just walks away. But like all the dogs know something's off mm-hmm. here, and then closely, that's when the uh, the thing like reveals itself to it, and all the dogs <laughs> are like clawing the at the fence. The dogs are smarter than the humans. They're, yeah, like, ripping open these metal fences, and I'm just like, like get me the fuck get out of here. Get out. Um, this scene actually took a long time to film yeah. because the one thing dog was very well trained, and the other ones just wanted to get up and play with it. Yeah, so oh, wow. they're oh. like struggling. So this was like many takes of them, and you can hear like some dogs whimpering to like get up and play with the other dog mm-hmm. so I mean, it's I pretty fucking tough yeah like was that i mean it must have been an actual dog doing that but like yeah. ripping open the fence yeah mm-hmm. they're all actual that's dogs. crazy yeah. um there's only fake dogs in some of the scenes coming up the rest are real dogs oh, yeah because uh, uh like yeah. uh, i've expressed where it's like if i ever see like a dog like kind of like uh maimed or like tortured Murdered. on on screen mm-hmm. it's yeah, I, I, I get really upset somehow. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, just for me, that, 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 that somehow evokes that. Like, I remember watching T2, the uh, director's oh, yeah. cut, yeah. when, uh, the Terminator cop cut goes out and, like, stabs a dog. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, no. Don't, and I was really young when I watched that, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. Somehow, I, I, I just, I feel really cringy because I love dogs. Yeah. I love animals and, and sense. Yep. So. Like I said, Mark, there's a site, does the dog live.com or yeah. whatever. 
Look it up. It'll tell you if the dog lives. Um, so assimilation happens, which is this very Akira, you know, like blobs and tendrils and whatnot come out and grab other things. And it's very unsettling. Mm-hmm. That's probably like the scariest thing I remember from this film. It's yeah. just like, oh, I, I don't like I, that. To, I, that doesn't seem fun. For me, I think this is the gnarliest part of the movie yeah. for me. Or like the most frightening. Just because mm-hmm. it involves animals. Mm-hmm. Scariest thing to me was... Uh, Later on. Yeah, the finger cuts. That happened later. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. The, little paper cuts. Yeah. I oh, really hate that. Oh, you got a knife. Oh. <laughs> Give me a thing any day. Organ, that's fine. But, You'd ugh. be fine. Um, Clark walks in and he goes bonkers. He's like, what's wrong with my dogs? Yeah. Clark has an unhealthy obsession with these dogs, I feel. Yeah. He Which connect- I get. He connects with them. But he's always like, my dogs runs yeah. off down the hall. And I'm like, what's he doing with these dogs, really? Diddling them? I don't know. It's lonely out there. We were questioning who was fucking who in this movie. (laughs) And I think this viewing gave me a little more on that. I mean, it was a different time. I mean, it It was was totally uh, what's-his-face, Fuchs and McCready. Oh, they were a thing. They were totally a thing. I mean, they have a moment to, like, uh, like more than anyone else has with each other. I see (laughs) that now. I was so blind before. Uh, Child gets a flamethrower, which is like, get the flamethrower, child! He's like, get the what?! Are you fucking kidding me? God. And the gore effects still hold up. Yeah. Um, But poor Mm -hmm. dogs. I feel so bad for the fake dogs in this scene. Like the real dogs. Well, there were like two practical dogs that they use. Well, the one that gets squirted at with the goo is a real dog. And I'm like, oh, they're squirting. The the one that's like bald and like whimpering. But then like there's the other one that's about to get absorbed that Mm -hmm. gets shot by McCready. And then like Clark's like, no, no. We're going to save that one. Yeah, I loved him. Oh, uh, part of the thing escapes into the rafters really slowly. And Mark did mention, like, wouldn't you be freaked out and not do anything? Like, you would hold the gear, would, like, because yeah. like, you've never seen any kind of yeah. shit like that in I your mean, life. To press a trigger, maybe I would press the trigger casually oh, if yeah. it was escaping in front of me, just to burn it a bit. But because, I don't know. Like, like, moments like that happen throughout the course of this film where, like, you have to hold your attention because you've never seen anything like this before and you don't expect yourself to i don't know and because like i remember when i first saw this film where it's like what the hell is happening and i'm i'm so frightened for myself mm-hmm. that i can't help but just like 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 just like jaw drop to the floor exposure yeah. and that was like early on before i saw other things mm-hmm. so this scene does fuck me up in retrospect with the dogs and everything yeah i don't know it's what stands out the best. It's it, what all, it, the, all it, the posters and everything. It does for me as well. Mm-hmm. If only they'd seen the 1950s version of the thing. Yeah. No, they'd, they'd be prepared for it. Eh, that <laughs> version. I, I've seen bits and pieces mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. I don't know if this... Uh, I might have it later on in my notes, but the original novel had 27 main characters, which Carpenter shortened down to 10. How um, long is the original like novel? It's a novella, so it's short. Wow. Okay. It's probably like 200-something pages. And 27 maybe. characters? 27 How many main of characters. them live? Um, I think the same number. I think it's McCready and maybe Childs. Childs. I don't know. I haven't read it. I need to get on it. And it might come Damn. up later in my notes. I think I took specific notes, but I read that and heard that somewhere. Um, there's already seeds of mistrust between Blair, Clark, and the crew. So at this point already, I'm questioning, is Blair already a thing? Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of like, you know, non-communication. We don't know who's who. We don't know who that dog mm-hmm. visited on the first night. Um, we see some Atari video footage of the Norwegians <laughs> digging. 
<laughs> and blowing things up, which Matt asked a good question. Who's recording this? Hey. How are they recording this? Can't get those angles. Which they were yeah. already ready for that video game deal. Yeah, I mean, they were well shot, too. It was, like, perfectly in frame, explosions. Like, we're digging. Oh, what did we find? I'm just saying there had to be a second And there, and there was man. no shot of Ramona Flowers in this at all. No, no. <laughs> which, you know, this just, like, goes... Like, I don't know if we're going to bring this up uh, later, but it's, like, the, the, the remake... Or our prequel is she to the in thing. that? Yeah, that's Mary her. Mary Elizabeth, whatever. She's the star of that movie. Oh, I just got through with her with Fargo season three. Her and uh, oh, yeah. Joel Edgerton, I think. Man, now so. I need to go rewatch that now. <laughs> but I love me some and, and, the, and there's no and the, whatever. And there's no you. woman in that yeah. footage. So yeah. mm. uh, they find a partly redug spaceship from the opening scene, which is very redug. Took, must have took these Norwegians a while to dig it all out. That was a fucking they huge... They like a crater. Yeah. Like, how'd they not tell anyone? <laughs> That's insane. How'd they get that NASA? far in the process? Yeah. And I know it's a backdrop, but I'm like, someone would have noticed this, I think. Or they would have told someone with communication. Hopefully. Uh, I mean, they're in Antarctica, so in the 80s, in terms of like what, how mm-hmm. they were digging that up, who the hell knows? Yeah. Google and- Earth didn't get that on their satellite image? <laughs> Google <Yeah>. Earth? Yeah. <laughs> It didn't exist yet. But they do return, and most of the crew is open to this thing being an alien. They're just like, is it an alien? Yeah, it could be an alien. Uh, and no one's like, it's not an alien. They're just like, it's, it's an alien. You know, it's mole men. They pop up every <laughs> once in a while. It's very strange that they're so open to it, though. You th- usually get, like, one naysayer that's like, there's no such thing. As I that. am the underminer! <laughs> yeah, oh, God, Incredibles. Um, and then we get my favorite scene in the film, the Atari graphics to show assimilation. Oh, my God. Okay. You were in hysterics the this whole is, time. This is the one part that just really irks me about this film, because it's so specific, the pro program they use yeah. Yeah. and it's like asteroids they're playing and Wilford Brimley's just sitting there drinking like what, yes, what, yes what, with his, with his pocket watch open yeah, as well keeping time and it's like how long this this virus or whatever will spread to the human race but, I'm like what computer program but the thing is using? like movies do this all the time I know though. it's it so typical it's really but annoying like, the, there's nothing else you could have like really like you could but, you could oh, show them working too. on the computer just nodding and then find yeah. the notes later and be like he discovered this or just like a you know consulting the computer with like a pen and paper and coming up with like oh shit twenty seven thousand yeah. hours I, I, doing some math and forms of uh, formulas flying. It, it didn't. <laughs> it didn't that? bother me as much as it did. No, it doesn't bother like, me a lot. It just stands out. I'm yeah. like, it's the one blemish on this. I film. I never had a problem with it. Uh, I was fine with it. And uh, Mac- McCready is drinking some whiskey. And just looking at this dirty underwear that Nas found, like, yeah. which one of you motherfuckers put the dirty underwear in my kitchen? And, you now know... We know it was Blair. Well, <laughs> Who yeah. knows? Yeah. It could have been Blair. But who was that one dude? That one of the dudes was wearing long man. johns before, so it could have been him. True. But I don't remember when he dies or something. I the guy what... that the one dude was watching the 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 video with, he has long johns on in the background, oh, so man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know everyone's mm-hmm. name. but um, Bennings, yeah. Norris... Yeah, I don't... One of them. Um, but he's casually, like, smelling this underwear, just holding yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, McCready, you run deeper than I thought you did, especially <laughs> with this relationship with Fuchs. Mm. Uh, the dead malformed humanoid creature assimilates an isolated Benning, so they find, like, they put the body in one spot, and then they go and dip out, and, like, the body's moving around. Mm-hmm. But uh, Windows interrupts the process, and Mercredi begins burning. Windows the interrupts the, the process. The, the, the body moving oh. underneath, like, the, 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 
the sheet is very subtle and like you almost yeah. kind of think that it could be air or something like that but then like mm-hmm. as windows leaves and you just see bennings like kind of up like yeah. with ass out to the camera yeah. like let me just work over here and you in just this see, corner like, you just see like the goop, tendril yeah, the just, goop, yeah. like dripping down Tentacles. It, but, it, but it's so subtle yeah where it's like yeah you, know, you never know what could be happening it could, it could get bennings but it could like like trickle out somewhere else mm-hmm. you never know so it doesn't even why anyone left anyone alone everyone needed a buddy yeah. if that buddy got fucked up guess what your buddy's the thing there John, we go that's every horror movie so <laughs> you know, just need to accept that there were some intelligent characters mccready was intelligent i can't let any of you out of my sight i can't trust any of you yeah. but he could have been more intelligent uh, speaking about the uh, the blood trickling down i also liked that it wasn't like necessarily indicative that this thing was alive like it could have just been you know, leaking yeah i guess yeah, uh, yeah. It, leaking it, for lack of a better word yeah. but um I, I, also, I also like um there was another scene early on, I think when they're finding the Norwegians in their camp, where like the blood is frozen over, like icicles. Mm. Like that was cool. And he has a razor blade in his No, we too. discussed that. They had a Wii U, they couldn't get internet connection, <laughs> so they all killed themselves. Yeah. I don't blame them. That's the only thing that we discussed. All they had they was had a Captain portable Toad. video player. <laughs> and then they converted to the Austin Powers warm goo phase and, you know, <laughs> did whatever. Oh. Uh, Fuchs <laughs> and Mac- Yes. Fuchs and McCready share a loving moment. And this is the point where I'm like, they're totally dating. Because <laughs> McCready's like, I trust you, Fuchs. I'll go anywhere with you. And they hold hands. Yeah, and they, they meet in, like, one of the, the... The choppers. Yeah, or the movers or whatever. Yeah. The vehicles. I don't... I'm forgetting my names, but... And they have a conversation where they're like, Wilford Brimley found all this research on his computer. He has to be right. We have to trust him. And then we get a, a transition to... Uh, Windows walks in to find the bloody Benning's mess, and then we get that. They burn it outside, and they're like, oh, they're all a thing. And they realize that Blair's in present when they're out there burning this screaming thing in the middle of the snowstorm or whatever. And uh, Blair is, meanwhile, like, breaking everything, fucking everything up, like, running around Wolf like, and Grimley. Y'all sorry. think I'm crazy? <laughs> like, like uh, that's okay? This <laughs> thing wanted to be us! He's, like, slamming everything with, like, a, uh, an axe. A real yeah. axe, by Killed the way. Killed the dogs, yes. He did all his yeah. own stunts. So Wolf Wolf killed all those dogs himself. But like, Gosh. like th- there's a scene where like, um, I think it's Kurt Russell comes in with with like the wooden table, yeah. and Wolf Brimley takes like the, the back of the axe, the back of the axe to the table, but it goes all the way through yeah. with mm-hmm. in one take with like, and then he gets shoved it. down with it. Too. But but like the way like the axe comes through, comes through is like fuck, that was a fucking axe. Like yeah. that could have ended so wrongly yeah. right there. There's like a, a good calls. eight inches through to the other side that that could have been. In Kurt Russell's face. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I w- wrote, uh, Wilford Brimley has a gun. God damn it. I have <laughs> a gun. Um, but- I still don't think he was a thing at this point. I think. Really? I think he just kind of snapped by the uh, the stress and the anxiety of like it, it you know, mass go- destruction, it, apocalyptic it been an scenario. It could have gone both ways where yeah. it's like he's just cutting off communication for anybody else or just for uh, mm-hmm. for them to find them. So oh, that's yeah. very true. Yeah. So, very true, we never yeah. learned. But anyways. I was, was thinking, yeah, he yeah. was just trying to destroy like all forms of life yeah. on. Uh, uh, on Antarctica, but then why, so that it like, this, spread. if you were even crazy, why destroy like the communication, the dogs, everything, yeah, the, the vehicles? The, the, the dogs make sense. Maybe to just like cut off a, any kind of from, resources, uh, like uh, yeah, to uh, like let it try to get out. Yeah, maybe he did mm-hmm. the blood too. Yeah, somehow. maybe, maybe we never know. That, that's what's great about this movie. Or mm-hmm. it's like it just leaves 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 it open to interpretation. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, instead of killing them right there, which they should have did, because he's obviously off his rocker, they're like, no, just keep him in the shed. He's cool. And uh, Blair warns, he's like, watch out for Clark. 
watch out for Clark. Don't trust him. Yeah. And uh, he's we're, like, we're already watching out for Clark because yeah. he's he's a little bit, you know, he's quiet. Yeah. He's quiet. Yeah. With all these dogs and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> McCready goes, well, why don't you put your trust in God then? Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh. Was that improvised? Was oh, that an improvised Kurt Russell line? I think that was the script, the screenplay. I don't, John Carter didn't write this, right? Uh, John Carpenter. Didn't no, write. we had a different writer early on in the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill Lancaster wrote the script, right? Based on the novella. Um, and he goes, "Why don't you hole up to spring?" And I'm like, "Sure, Jan, hole up to spring in the middle of winter." But Wilbur Brimley somehow trucks it through in the cold in this little shed. Well, now I know how. Yeah. He's burrowing yeah. deep. Huh. Also, yeah. he was the thing. And eating <laughs> beans and making nooses yeah, 24-7. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, how would you know? You wouldn't know. Uh, but they begin to deduce, like, if we test the blood, maybe we can find out. Which is smart. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate that. That's one think... of the smartest parts of the movie. Yeah, 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 good thing we've got all this blood stored from each and every individual here, just in case. I mean, if there was an accident, maybe they would need like a blood transfusion or something. True. But someone gets but... the blood. Yeah, someone gets the blood and they're all destroyed. Yeah. And Gary has the only key. So Ooh. who could it be? Yeah, windows goes crazy. Where he goes like... get some shotguns. We got a whole rack of guns yeah. here. Why are we using well, them? Well, no, they, they were using guns prior to like. Yeah, but there's the a dog. whole rack right there. Yeah, they're yeah. looking for guns. I don't know. There's a there's a lot of misdirection in this movie that I like, like with the with McCready 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 McCready's jacket, um, mm. Gary having the keys, mm-hmm. you know that sort of thing. Which was, yeah, you don't know who to trust. I, I feel like it's pretty common in these kind of like whodunit scenarios, mm-hmm. but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was still good. But Gary does step down from command, and McCready takes it over, even though Childs wants it. So it's a whole narrative about like Childs like. It's a male bravado yeah. going on. But even then, like, if you rewatch the movie, everyone treats Childs like shit for some reason. Hmm. Like, that's the reason why I couldn't figure out what his job was. I think it was just, like, manual well, labor. Well, he's also there. a little bit incompetent. Yeah, but he's just as hot-headed as McCready. But McCready's more sensible. Like, he I actually, he actually says some actually, like, good stuff. I mean, like, Childs, to his credit, actually says some good stuff as well. But mm-hmm. McCready makes more sense of it. And it tries to, like, get people, like, on their, on their mm-hmm. game. It's like, you know, cut the bullshit. Like, let's get our heads together here, you mm-hmm. know? It seems like Childs is too quick to kill. And McCready is like too, not too quick, but he's, he's well, more we only have two alive at the end, trying to so like save. I think I don't know. I'm I'm more on Child's side. I feel like he's more level headed, but he's quieter than McCready mm-hmm. and like less popular. So like people don't yeah. trust him as it, much. It's a dick measuring contest, yeah. mostly for yeah. throughout the rest of this movie. And uh, critics like to pose that there's a whole race issue in this film because the two black or so members are all in like positions like Nas is in the kitchen he's the heavy labor but they also live towards I, the end of the movie uh, listen don't take it up with me take <laughs> it with the critics that's what they said so was this Ebert and Roper? I don't know <laughs> those uh, hacks yeah uh, we get the line that from McCready I'm human and I know some of you are still human and McCready decides to separate them into groups Doc, Gary, and Clark Norris and Childs quarantined in the rec room and morphine in the arm so how do we feel about shots in films? I wanted to discuss that a bit. Like needles? Needles, yeah. Do they bother you? No, not at all. Not yeah, me either. I think it depends it. on where the needle is. If it's in the eye, then yeah, I'll be a little oh, perturbed. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. But other than that, that, I'm usually good. That's a good Halloween kill, I think. Halloween 2, there's a needle in the eye? Oh, I don't know. There's uh. something in the eye. A nurse gets a needle in the eye. It's very violent. It's been a while since I've seen Halloween 2. Mm. I've seen Halloween on. 3 more than I've seen Halloween mm. 1 or 2, I think. Eight more days till Halloween. 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 Oh, John Carpenter. Halloween. You tried. Did John Carpenter direct the third one? It was the third one. Wow. 
That's what they thought it was like going to be an anthology. Ryan Murphy wants to be the new John Carpenter with his Ryan anthology Mur- series. Ryan Murphy can go to hell. No, well, <laughs> yep. He won't be directing season two of Pose, though. Whatever. Well, Interesting. The first season was good, too. I mean, we should give it a watch. I don't know. Maybe. That wasn't all trash. I heard good things trash. about it. Right? All good trash? Things. Okay. That's a That already says something That's for me. That's why I watched I watched it. enough Nip Tuck to know, like, oh, all right. Oh, this is true. This is true. <laughs> uh, McCready leaves a tape for himself. And I just wondered how you would feel in this situation. I think I'd be the fuck out or I'd be dead at this point already. Because <laughs> I don't think I can handle this. No with way my out, nerves. though. No uh, way out. No way out. I mean, like, I don't know. I would be, like, in a corner somewhere. I don't know. I feel like I'd be dead real quick in these movies. <laughs> so, that's just my I don't know. Thing. I mean, you... Would you? You seem, you seem to have more sensibility. I'm a nervous person, Mark. As soon as the dogs are dying, I'd be like, we need to get the fuck out of here. Would you be windows in that situation then. where you just hold you hold your paw? Where would I go? I would take the snowcat and what? drive it. <laughs> Girl, bye. Bye. But I don't know how I would act in this situation. I well, like first of all, none of these situations would ever happen. Yeah. Well, what do you mean? We don't know. We don't tell me there's no predator there. out there. Who <laughs> looks to the window? <laughs> oh, oh, hi guys! Yeah, it's me. Uh, we get some great color lighting with the orange and the blue with Fuchs doing his research with his one match, and we get the first jump scare, which isn't really a jump scare; it's more of like a musical cue where like a shadow passes Bam. by, him, and I'm like, "Who's there?" I mean, the other jump scares get me in this movie, but that one never does. It's just like a shadow yeah. passes, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Who's that?" Who's that? Let me go out and investigate. With, no with, with nobody. And with I'll just no go one. off deep into the snow. What an idiot. <laughs> um, and we find out that they wanted to check on Blair and Blair's made a noose. And he just keeps <laughs> it hanging there. Like, and he goes, it ain't Fuchs. Like, it ain't Fuchs. But I'm fine now. I, yeah, I, I, I want to come back inside. Yeah. I Let me come I won't kill anybody. I promise. I close the door on Wilford but, but it's like, while he's speaking. Like, there's so much time spent on Kurt Russell's face where he's like, hey, Blair. Blair. Like, have you seen, have you seen Fuchs? But it's like, it's immediate cut to him eating beans out of a can and the a noose right next it's to him. It's a perfect Wilford Brimley shot, if <laughs> we so agree. Great. It's but, like him. He just needs diabetes. But, and but, but, good. There's no content context to the noose it's just there it's such a mood it's like i want to carry around a noose everyone just hang it and be like i'm fine i promise you i'm fine so great. Uh, uh, oh, we find man. mccready's torn jacket which inspires the love affair between fuchs now that makes perfect sense like why would he have i, I wanted a single tear to roll down yeah. kurt russell's like, cheek when he I finds fuchs's body yeah. like all like, burnt up where it's uh, like it's like why would he like why would he burn this where it's like oh maybe he tried to burn himself mm-hmm. because he didn't want the thing to get to him mm-hmm. it's like and it's a smart suicide, but I'm like, nah, B, that's the thing. The thing did that somehow. You think? Like, maybe? Or. Could be an I Am Legend situation. Yeah. Maybe he, he did burn himself, because he uh, seemed like kind of idea. smart until the point where he walked out alone in the middle of a snowstorm. I mean, the thing came from a spaceship. <laughs> the thing <laughs> is not of this world, so. It might have a that, That's all us. the internet commenters. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, McCready on his way back from there goes, there's lights out in my shack. I've got, I, and I didn't leave shack. him. I didn't leave him on. <laughs> I know. I'm always in my shack. And, uh, Nals cuts McCready loose from the line, which in the movie, it doesn't seem like it's that cold or that big a gap, but I mean, we're supposed to suspend disbelief Yeah. because it's kind of bright out until the yeah. lights go out later on in the film. I really like that part. Actually, yeah. that mm-hmm. provided a, a lot of atmosphere to it. Mm-hmm. I made it very eerie. The Up light or lack point, of light. Yeah, the lack of light. Lack Up of until light. that point, I didn't really think it was eerie yeah. all that much. But mm. that, oof. 
Hmm. So they all begin to turn against one another. McCready breaks in and is obviously pissed. Yeah. He has some dynamite and threatens to blow up the whole camp, which is kind of... I don't know if he would have done it. He seemed like no, he, he would Like, you see the determination on his face. I don't know. Or he, 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 he was ready to fucking I think blow up they the all whole place. Because he's holding it, like, flimsy at some points. Like, yeah, but, like, outside, he was like, left out in the cold. He breaks in. He's holding yeah. dynamite with a flamethrower. He's mm-hmm. like, I'm ready to fucking... We're all gonna go. Yeah. Yeah. At what, also, some points, I believe. I also think he's accepted his fate, like, yeah. early on. He thinks, like, everybody yeah. should well, just like, die. This, this is also reaching the climax in the movie, oddly, because it doesn't. there's still a number of people who yeah. are still alive. Yeah. There's and, like eight alive at this point, or nine, and they yeah. quickly go. Yeah, and, and they're really like stupid. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh no, one another went, but split up again, quick. Let's split up and look somewhere else. Come on, gang, else. jinkies. Oh shit, God, <laughs> I that was, like, yeah. I, I like the nerve of this movie to make us think that uh, Kurt Russell is dead. Yeah. Because I actually kind of believed it for a minute. I was like, hey, mm-hmm. he could be. That what could if have been Russell it. Russell was the thing the whole time. Yeah, like if, if that was him. One. He yeah. just he swapped out his own blood with yeah. someone else's. Yeah. Uh, Norris has a heart attack, which he's like, oh, I well, oh. You even see signs of it earlier yeah. on. Yeah, it's that's like, been happening. Mm-hmm. It's like, nobody caught this. Yeah. It's like, like, oh, I'm fat and old. But, like, he's also, like, making sense of things where it's like, so come on, he wants us to turn us against each other. Yeah. So, like, you're almost, you're almost questioning yourself, like, is he the thing? Is he, he not the thing? He who smelt it, dealt it, Mark. If he <laughs> suggests something else, he's the thing. Yeah. That's what I would say. Um, and Cooper attempts to defibrillate him, which we get... <laughs> The greatest oh scene. Yeah, know. with like his stomach opens up as he's trying to defibrillate him and then mm-hmm. rips off his arms, which I think, I don't know if it's in I've your got, notes. I've got notes. Okay, you can, you can go. Away. I got enough which notes. I, I remember watching uh, the Red Letter Media video where mm-hmm. it's like they had a, an actual like uh, paraplegic man yes. uh, like stand in for the man that played uh, uh, Doc Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, you know, he had actual like like arms nugs. like rip, like yeah, yeah like ripped <laughs> which off which is offensive i'm sorry i'm slightly intoxicated on no you can say no that's not that's okay <laughs> the nubs yeah. um that's well they did they found a double that had nubs wow. and they used a prosthetic made of jello wax and rubber um there's a mask of norris on yeah, the double they put yeah, they yeah. put it on his face huh mm-hmm. and uh obviously his stomach opens up and chomps the nubs away there's blood everywhere everyone's screaming and just really frozen again which yeah. you think these people would be used to it at this point like I mean it's well, only there's like- an alien maybe we should do something instead of just sitting here and the damn flamethrower is always jam you think they would have yeah. like you know a test or two on them in well, the like, wild. What, like uh, what's his name uh, Kurt Russell's ready to like flame it up I too know. like because he still has the dynamite in, like, in his hand yeah. as like everyone's like trying to make sense of the situation what's going on mm-hmm. so like he immediately just yeah. And I'm then glad. what happens next uh, as like the body's like in flames? Yeah. It lashes like, out its tongue. The, the, the head, head like yeah. the head of like uh Norse falls off, sprouts spider legs, mm-hmm. and it's just craw- crawling away. Yeah. And I love the reaction that Palmer gives. Yes. Where it's I, like where it's like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. So about that line. <laughs> it's inspired by Carpenter himself reading about what the props of team wanted to do and saying, You've gotta be fucking kidding me. So huh, they yeah. use that actual line. I but, love that. Yeah. Cause it's like, like you, you yourself would be saying this kind of shit where yeah. it's like, Oh my God. Are you like, this is still moving. And like, this thing is like evolving to like an extent where it's like, things are still like popping out and moving. Mm-hmm. And then that's what's so great about like the first scene where you first see the yeah. thing of it itself, like with the dogs and the, it's still like, it's sprouting arms, but it's still like everything is like coming out of it. Like it's still moving. It wants to keep living in itself. 
And that's what's so scary about it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's will to survive. Uh, we get some Muppet sound effects when it's burning. It's like, oh, oh no! Um, and it's I appreciate just kind of that the characters still, like, they saw the head and they... Yeah. It wasn't, like, something just for the audience. That it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we know there's, like, a, yeah. another part lingering around. Like, they saw the head, mm-hmm. they kill it, they burn it. Yeah. It's all, yeah. They, um, they resolve that thread. Meanwhile, previously, Clark has picked up a scalpel. And he's holding it, like, the whole time. Which I find yeah. interesting. So, Clark... Isn't a thing we learn yeah, like, yeah. in the next few scenes, and he actually gets more credit than we give him, and he gets this really like quick death. But I think he could have been a real asset to the team mm-hmm. if he was spearheaded, if he trusted McCready a bit more. Mm-hmm. So if these two like had a better conversation, because Clark does try to kill McCready, and McCready shoots him point blank, <laughs> and McCready has this whole hypothesis with like since Norris's thing had separated every part of the thing is its own individual thing, and if it tries to get killed, like, it'll react. It'll try to survive. So he's like, you know, we're gonna draw hot blood from everyone and then heat this wire and test it. It's a a flight-or-fight situation. Yeah, yeah, fight-or-flight response, yeah. Um, And everyone passes the test, except for Palmer, which is a a jump scare. Which, like, it it sprouts out out Mm -hmm. of, like, like, the little, like tray yeah but it's like where did that blood go that's what kind of questioned me for a bit where it's like yeah. oh they're that and it's like all oh, the blood well, like, the moving away from it it yeah. like goes away from the heat so it like jumps out of the dish and... but it's like oh so that part of the thing still resides though so mm-hmm. like what happens to that then i don't know mm-hmm. maybe it just reconvenes back together again like mm-hmm. an amoeba or something according <laughs> we need the 80s technology to figure it out yeah. the atari program um Palmer transforms, like his neck extends, he goes into the ceiling and everything, like, like, and everyone's tied to this couch and freaking out. I'd be happy if I was at the end of that couch and not right next to him, but I'm like, why didn't he just, like, the thing, like, swoop in and just kill them all at once? Yeah. I don't I don't know, but... Well, it, it's also, like, evolving. It's taking yeah. its time, sort of, like, like yeah. disconst- uh, uh moving itself apart from itself so mm-hmm. it can, like sort of survive so it, it, everything is different from the from the next so that's why i find so uh cool about it mm-hmm. that like it it, it it takes its own form all the time yeah so it leaves more like inter like uh creativity in terms of like the prop users and say like oh the, maybe let's see like what will come out of this how we can use that in mm-hmm. terms of like different kills yeah well, it kills Windows. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets and, uh, some ragdoll physics. Yeah, which I'm I, like, eh, I that, can see that. That's the bit. most iffy thing yeah. for me. And there's a lot of good special effects, but I'm like, it's really quick, but I can see that it's just like a pillowcase <laughs> with shoes attached on the end. It's very light. Like, they can stuff that a little bit better, but, you know, time, money. I don't direct, so I can't really complain. And I imagine the, the crew on set is like, hey, you sure this is going to look good well, in the final The crew take. did some crazy things when they're setting, like, the cadaver of windows on fire. The crew is behind them, like, operating the body while they're on fire behind Damn. the wall. So they're doing some insane things <laughs> yeah. during the shoot. And the funniest scene, which Mark's brought up, is when the body just yeah. walks through this cardboard yeah. wall like it's made of cardboard. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, I never noticed that before, how he just burst out. And like, he just casually just walks through it. It's like, uh, uh, hold on, <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, McCready gets some real dynamite, so yeah. Kurt Russell is using some real dynamite <laughs> and almost blows himself up <laughs> in this scene. Yes. He's like, in the commentary, he's like, yeah, that was a bit more powerful than I would, I would think real dynamite would be. <laughs> because but he like falls down, he's like, oh shit. It's almost like a direct cut because yeah. it's like the, it explodes and you still see Kurt Russell in frame mm-hmm. as it explodes. Like, holy shit, yeah. he would have <laughs> fucking killed himself. Uh, and we get the whole, like, let me out of this fucking chair, let me out of this fucking chair. He tests the blood, it turns out that, that child's ch- is fine. Yeah. 
Yeah. And we get to Gary, who's finally like, I'm fine, but I'd rather not spend the rest of the fucking winter tied to this fucking couch! What, 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 I, I think G, uh, uh, the guy that plays um, uh, Gary, who, do you know who the Who is Donald Moffat. Donald Moffat. Is a, he related he, to the other Moffats? The Doctor Moffats? <laughs> Stephen Moffat? <laughs> he he is a direct like knockoff of James Com- Cromwell. Yeah. It's it's scary. Like yeah. they, they they look almost exactly alike. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, I can get that. James Cromwell also an American Horror Story season two. Oh no, playing Doctor Arden, one of the major. You probably like season two. It's the best of the seasons. Oh no, James Cromwell got no. James Cromwell said it was a good no. idea. So, yes, yes. Ugh. All right. Childs is left on guard while the others go to test Blair. I don't know why they're so concerned about Blair. Everything else is fucking going on with Because them. he's the one left alone to his I, own devices. I know, but like, I don't know. And he tried to kill everybody. Yeah, I guess. But they find out that Blair has escaped. He's done <laughs> making his nooses and eating his beans. And he's used the vehicle components in the small shed to create his spaceship, spaceship. in the matter of hours. Yeah, that's unreal. And, and but like, I don't think it was finished. I well, think that's the thing. This also raises another point. Like, does the thing just want to get away? Yeah, that's what like, I it thought. just wants to leave. <laughs> it's like I need to get the fuck like, out, out of here. here. These people are fucking crazy. <laughs> like, who, who thinks I want to fucking take over the world? I want to get yeah, out. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> like, I don't know. And then it's nitpicky because, but. I forgot it because it's a movie and it's an alien. So, I mean, you know, they're probably more intelligent than us. Speaking of aliens, wasn't there... One of the characters, I think might have been Windows towards the beginning, was saying something about, like, uh, the Incas getting technology or, like, taught the Incas everything they knew. Maybe. I don't remember hearing that. Uh, yeah. Oh, like an alien versus predators? Uh, when you found out the predators actually came <laughs> during Egyptian yeah. times <laughs> and they actually fought the aliens uh, just for sport? With an Aksanamun and the Scorpion King? <laughs> Imhotep! <laughs> Imhotep! Need to watch the movie. Mummy. The Mummy. The oh, mummy is that our next movie. horror movie? I wish. No, that's more of like a fan favorite. Yeah. According to our Instagram. I mean, I remember being... Hashtag yeah. snapshots. I remember... Screenshots. Whatever. <laughs> Follow our Instagram. Yeah, edited, Follow our Instagram. No one else does. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, we find out that Blair has built this whole spaceship... And on the return, Childs is missing, and the power generator is destroyed. Well, we see him like run, like in, like, yeah, in run frame. out. Yeah, see something out the window that we don't see, and runs out. So what's Childs doing? <laughs> um, McCready speculates that the thing intends to return to hibernation until a rescue team arrives. Um, and McCready, Gary, and Nalls decide to detonate the station to destroy the thing. Um, which I, I like because like the, during the scene where he's like talking where it's like this like you know there's no way we're getting out of here yeah. but like this thing's gonna like come around and like try and like do the same thing that it did to us mm-hmm. so let's kill it yeah you know, mm-hmm. it's like that that that's it that's our only purpose that, that we have left in mm-hmm. this life so like we might as well spend what time we have left and like kill this thing mm-hmm. so I think that's pretty cool about that where it's like they have to accept death for themselves. And, and know that it's noble, I guess. But did they really have to separate, though? Yeah, I mean that's yeah. that's I that's typical. That's typical horror movie genre. Yeah, but did they really have to separate, though? No. They were the, they weren't that smart from now on, but they that, were smarter. That, that, it just I've ha- seen dumber things. It just happens. Maybe it was and like, they're like down the same hallway. Maybe it was, it's like maybe just it, do it at the same time. Walk yeah. from space to space. I feel like it wasn't time sensitive or anything. Yeah, yeah. there was no rush. Yeah. Ugh. And they ex- explode the rest of the camp too, which are real explosives. As like we the first, yeah, the first thing they take care of is like the, is the spaceship, where it's yeah. like, no, you're not getting out of here. Blow up, not my shed, not yeah. my shed. Um, as they said, explosive. Blair kills Gary. 
Um, in the jump scare that always gets me, right. Wolfram Brimley comes around the corner and like, sticks his fingers, fingers in his, in his face. face and you see the prosthetic and oh. that was very uncomfortable during the scene. That was good though. Yeah. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Muffled him yeah. very And I like how well. Wolfram Brimley thing looks around and is like, anyone here? Yeah, it's very observant nope. where it's like, well, I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> I can get away with this. Um, and there's some tremors realness coming up. Because Nulls dies and we see his body get dragged off and then the ground, McCready's looking like in the distance and the ground like bunches up and oh, like I love that. Excellent yeah. stop motion yes, happens. That yes. was awesome. One of the two instances, yeah. And we see that Blair has transformed into an enormous creature and destroys the detonator. Um, McCready does a barrel roll, triggers the <laughs> explosives using a stick of dynamite. And destroys the base and somehow manages to When you say barrel roll, you mean he, Do he, a jumps, roll. he, he jumps, jumps into a like a, a series of barrels and yeah. just like Well that too he, he falls. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that uh Kurt Russell takes a barrel like a champ, jumps directly into one. <laughs> for and no it, reason. That yeah. doesn't like, do anything and, for him. And, and he has like one of the best like action lines, I guess, mm-hmm. at like at, Right before he kills yeah. the monster, which is like, yeah, fuck you too. <laughs> and throws a stick of dynamite and blows the whole thing to hell. I, yeah, that's I fantastic. Like, I like that it's not witty. It's yeah. not like he's not trying to be smart with it. He's just like, like, oh fuck like, you. Like yeah, one like one like uh like stupid like one liner. Yeah. You know, like usually it's something like action movies. Something you see like Stallone or like Schwarzenegger mm-hmm. say, where it's like even in Predator, where it's like yeah. it's not, there's no like really like one liner. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know like uh, like like like. His like last line to the predator is just like, "What the hell yeah. are you?" Yeah, and then it just like, poof, it just like kills itself. And I like that Macready isn't necessarily very intelligent because we see him lose the chess game before, and he's like, "You stupid bitch!" And like pours yeah. his whiskey into the computer. So like, he's a sore loser, and he's not that smart because initially he's like with the chess program, like, "Got you now, hun. Yeah, Bet you yeah. saw the last of me." Yeah, huh? he calls it a bitch. He <laughs> yeah. just opens it up. Uh, but like, I, I was a little bit disappointed by the the last like. Ooh, we have a monster reveal here. because it was a little weak because mm. you expect something a little bit more grandiose but it's like here's the final thing yeah. where it's like all you see is just like uh sort of like a head or a tentacle mm-hmm. pop up with like you also see like the one of like the the dog thing monsters pop out of mm-hmm. it as well but that's all you really see at the end of it mm-hmm. but like i don't know yeah well, at the end, the monster was actually intended to be way bigger. Budget okay. concerns, obviously. They've that gone makes, way over budget. It makes Nulls sense. was supposed to be a part of it as well. Yeah. So, you hmm. know, it was supposed to use, like, the new mask, but, you know, he simply disappears and they decide to stick with that ending mm-hmm. instead because of money reasons. And we look at, like, Alien. We laugh at the end of Alien, the last shot with the yeah. alien tumbling magnificently out <laughs> of the space. Like, in a comic shot where it's so intimidating for the rest of the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's the scariest thing until that last shot where it's like, into space. <laughs> so, you know, it's a product of its time period, too. Um, they did the best they could with practical effects. Yeah. Uh, McCready, surviving this, sits nearby as the camp burns, and Matt's like, wasn't there one more? Wasn't there like, one more person? Where's Childs? Childs? Yeah, where's Childs? And Childs comes in. And you right know, on cue, yeah. flamethrower ready, flamethrower ready. And he says, You know, he was just lost. He thought he saw Blair, he got lost in the storm. Are you the only one left? Did you kill it? Exhausted, they're both slowly freezing to death. They acknowledge the futility of their distrust and share a bottle of scotch. <laughs> and you know, they decide, Let's just bomb, bomb. yeah, <laughs> bomb, 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 bomb. Um, bomb, but bomb. let's just wait it out, yeah, wait it out, let's see what and happens. 
the main thing about this film is uh, is Childs a thing at the end or is McCready a thing at the end? Nobody because knows. No one knows, but there is a theory. Oh, there is a, a fogging breath theory, which I can immediately disprove with this. Um, some people say on older cuts of the film that only McCready's breath is seen in the coldness, really? signifying that he is human. I know, but in this edit, you could see. It's just the lighting. Child's breath does show. Okay. So it you could can, be thanks to the Blu-ray. Even like the exhaustion that like even Child's mm-hmm. gives, like yeah, like maybe some of the sweat that he's like giving off too. Like, mm-hmm. like you, you you could tell, or it's like he wouldn't even be holding a flamethrower. Maybe yeah. I guess because like uh, Norse, I think like when you first see signs of it, he takes off the flamethrower. Yeah. And like he's still giving some kind of like exhaustion. It may it could be from like just like the fact that he's holding a flamethrower, mm-hmm. or like maybe he's just like ready to transform maybe I, i'm just not sure you don't know yeah. the audience doesn't know as well but i don't know if there's like john carpenter has like exposed that as well but like, that's also kind of thing where it's like maybe he just doesn't want to he doesn't want to give people any idea and that's mm-hmm. on your own interpretation i think that's what's great about that and that's what i hate about the the fact that there's a prequel to this mm-hmm. to try and answer those it questions doesn't really, it doesn't really though it like just it's its own thing <laughs> the uh, thing the is the thing, only thing. <laughs> the thing 2011 it's its own thing as opposed to the thing 1980 whatever because I, I I rather like decipher for myself like yeah. what happened previously yeah. and what might happen after the events events of this movie which I think there um there is a sequel to this not I don't think a movie the, the, video, the game. video game yeah. uh but which does an okay job I hear uh, from what I hear That's like I I, um but it's like ps1 or something. Possibly, but I think there's also like a uh, an actual uh, video game tie into this as well, mm. where every time that you play it, uh, someone else is always a different thing. Ooh. Like you'd never know who the actual thing is. Mm. I think that's, that's pretty cool, pretty yeah. uh, unique about that, especially for the time there where it came out, like SNES. Mm-hmm. Mm. And there's a board game done by Mondo Entertainment, not one of our <laughs> sponsors, but I would love if they gave me a free post. I gotta Ooh, check that out. I want to see what that's all about. We'll you pay should. for shipping. I hear it's yeah. I hear it's a good review game, high demand. Nice. Um, I think I, I think at the end neither of them are the thing. Uh, my theory is I want to believe that. My, my, You're so well. Positive. That's true. That's part of it. My theory is I mean either way they're going to die, so oh, it's yeah. not that positive. Yeah. But uh, my theory is would alcohol make it react the same way as something like a flame does, or like you know that hot wire oh, that they were using before? You know before. the toxins in the yeah. alcohol. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, it's affecting got, their blood. Childs does give like a swig of alcohol, yeah. but like it's Macrita that actually comes in the frame with the bottle. Mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe I'm, they're not. Maybe they're not both the thing. That's maybe. my theory. If I'm only gonna they work on to that. Love each other. <laughs> like the Truly. way, like the way uh, Macrita fleeks. Yeah. yeah. If only they had <laughs> as close a relationship with other. Yeah, I do like that. The the final. The Scene. final girls at the end oh, yeah, are, uh, girls. <laughs> are uh, the the people who you know mistrusted each other the most in the film. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and like, yet we're the pretty most nice. similar the whole time. True. Hmm. Um, Carpenter never really kept track of people during the film. He said it was hard <laughs> to tell for himself who was the thing and who wasn't. <laughs> I think that's pretty unique. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I do think that someone was taken over before the dog assimilation, and that one scene that cut to black. We don't know who. Certain mm. hairstyles may reveal who. Um, and there could be one other person due to Nall's underwear scene going on. Like someone else had underwear that was ripped and torn to shreds for some reason that was just thrown aside. Um, Lancaster, the scriptwriter, original ending, had both McCready and Childs turning into the thing. Wow. Uh, the novella's ending has some human characters surviving, but worried that birds heading to the mainland have been infected. Oh. So 
it leaves it a little more ominous than this even mm. i don't it's think i would have liked them seeing transformers the thing yeah, the both end. of them like yeah <laughs> like, what now we did it <laughs> but i do like this ending more they just become yeah. like uh cronenberg creations <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, I, do, I love this last scene really yeah. I, I love the ending yeah, you, there were actually many people who hated this last scene. After one market research screening, Carpenter queried the audience on their thoughts, and one audience member asked, well, what happened in the very end? Which one was the thing? When Carpenter responded that it was up to their imagination, the audience member responded, oh god, I hate that. <laughs> so it's, it's like, like, it's like nice. grow up, people, think! Yeah, or like, shut up. Yeah, shut up. Gosh, have you ever made a movie? I don't like that. And uh, that's all my notes for this film. We've nice. been talking for nearly two hours now. Mm-hmm. Why don't we wrap it up with some final thoughts? Uh, for me, you know, I, I, I've, I've said previously before we, uh, we got back that I've seen this movie several times. And I always come away with something new, I guess. But, like, uh, it's it always sticks with me. I love the practicality that, that uh, it has. It might be the best in terms of, like, scare factor in terms of how it uses its practicality in mm. terms of a uh, prosthetics um monster effects because it's so unique and like, everything is always so changing as much as the monster is and it's it's awesome it it, it always holds up for me and i love I, I love that you picked this so that's that's uh that, 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 that was actually something i was hoping for so mm-hmm. it was it wasn't one of my uh things that you left off with uh the last time we uh the thing wasn't one of your things <laughs> no it wasn't one of my things oh no, <laughs> no, and, uh, but uh, Interesting. as soon as like you, like we reconvened and you, you showed it off, and I was like, yes, I was, I was very happy. And I'm glad. I'm glad this is like Matt. This is your fi- first time. First yeah, first virgin, a virgin lit the black flame candle. Oh man, it's 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 a delight. It's, it's <laughs> such a treat for for uh, to watch it again. So yeah, that's my thing. Matthew, I, I like. Have to hear from you. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Um, <laughs> I, I love the practical effects. Wait, 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 hold on, Mark. How many pizza slices oh, did you get the it, thing? It, might be a, it might be a whole pie. A whole Ooh. 16 slices? No, it's eight slices. Eight slices, but what if I cut them in half when I'm hungry? I don't know. That's a personal pan pizza then. <laughs> oh, then that's eight out of eight slices. Ooh. Oh, man. 30 minutes or less. <laughs> God, I hate our rating system. <laughs> we don't need to have it. That was a joke. It's going to stay now. It's a running joke now. I, I just like eight out of eight pizza How slices ma- from Mark. <laughs> Matt, continue. Let's see. Um... <laughs> Damn it, I gotta think about how many pizza slices I'll give it. <laughs> That's the one thing. We wait to end the notes we now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll shorten our episodes from two hours to 15 minutes. Oh, that's the only thing I have in my notes. Um, yeah, let's see. Oh, no, I liked it a lot. Um, I loved the practical effects. I thought they were surprisingly well done. And it, yeah, it's insane seeing how much they came up with just in terms of like the volume i guess of the monster very voluminous monster um i liked all the tentacles and like they they would just be pouring out of a million different places at once like oh it was really impressive um i love the uh, i'm not gonna say i love the characters but i love how smart they were mm-hmm. i mean I, I like the characters a lot too i think um, I'm not sure how much of their individual personalities shown through but yeah, it doesn't matter that much mm-hmm. um Probably more than is necessary for this. But anyway, they were really smart, which I liked. 
um, for the most part, they were really smart. You know, yeah, John's saying they didn't. Was, they, yeah, they mm-hmm. would never group up really, and yeah. they would if always separate. If I was separate. there, I'd, like I said, I'd either be dead first, or I'd be out of there. Yeah, you know. But they got um, the things whole thing pretty early on. Like they got the premise. <laughs> They're like, alien, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah, alien and morphs into yeah. you know it imitates things, I it, gets hold of their cells. Yeah. It's like okay, well, damn. The it. computer program wouldn't lie to me. <laughs> yeah. uh, who programmed that thing? Wolverine. Wolverine. <laughs> that was his job to look at the computer or, screen or Atari. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> just in case thing occurs, mm. insert this program. But uh, yeah, the characters were smart, more than I'm used to seeing in movies, which I appreciated. Um, Wilfred Brimley's blood test was good, even though they didn't get around to it. But Mac kind of used his own spin on it, which worked. It was effective. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the atmosphere. A good amount. I like that it was pretty much just one setting, um, but I feel in some parts that it kind of limited it mm. because maybe towards like I don't know three quarters through or two thirds through, I felt like it was a little slow. Yeah. Like, there wasn't much keeping me in when they were like exploring and things like that. There wasn't much going on. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really keep me in suspense. So maybe if they introduce more locales or something like that, like the going thing to the north of the Bahamas. Yes, yeah, beautiful. Cool, yeah. you, we have some. We're going to Rio. <laughs> Weekend spring. at the things. <laughs> oh God. The things. Spring break. Um, Cowabunga dudes. Oh God. Surfs up this summer. Oh, like when they were going to explore the Norwegians camp, I thought that was pretty cool. That was well done. Good atmosphere. Even though it was know. the same camp, but you didn't know. Damn. Just burnt down. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. Overall, I liked it a lot. I would mm. say <gasps> the pizza slices. Right? Oh boy, how many pepperonis? Yeah. yeah, how many pepperonis on each slice of pizza? <laughs> we'll end of this soon. No, I'm, I'm keeping it going. Say, you want it? Just, just for spite? Yes, I'll keep it going. I'm gonna say six and a half pizza slices with half. pepperoni. With pepperoni mm. and a sprinkle of sausage. Oh, it was a pretty yeah, good pizza the sausage slice. for this sausage party. Yeah. <laughs> Um, obviously I like this movie. I chose it. I wanted to make sure that Mark got his pick or something that he enjoyed. Um, usually I like more feminine horror movies. I don't know if that mm. means anything to you. I I think, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. A woman wouldn't have gone, uh, yeah. they would have been like, hey, let's not I like split a light up. touch to my horror. I mean, you are a fan of girls, so. Oh, put words in my mouth. <laughs> I, I give you everything. I give you this house. I give you the wine and you take it and spit it in my face. Um, obviously like this, I obviously enjoy that Matt hasn't seen this, mm-hmm. so thank goodness Matt is, watched it. is sequestered in virgin. his own little world. Yeah, a virgin. Um, I'd have to give this, I, you know, the one thing that, there's some... <laughs> How many pieces? No, I'll get to that. There are a few nitpicks, the Atari system, the oh, stupid, yeah. sometimes they're smarter than the average horror villain, uh, yeah. not villain, horror yeah. person. <laughs> Average Joe. Well, the um, thing is pretty smart, too. Yeah, the Atari system gets me. Sometimes them breaking up gets me. And I realize it's a horror movie. I know. I've seen a lot of horror movies. <laughs> um, but this movie doesn't really scare me. And it never really did. I don't know why. Aliens yeah. and assimilation it, doesn't really scare me. I'm more scared of, like, demons and, you know, like, oh, no, like, yeah. I'm, I'm more for the supernatural, especially yeah. Japanese horror. It, yeah. it 
messes me up. Yeah. Beyond, like, I remember waking up, I remember watching late, oh no, boy, Dark Water. Dark Water. Yeah. Like the Japanese yeah. version of it, not the Jennifer Connelly version, which is awful. <laughs> uh, but I remember, it was oh, like 10 Poor Jennifer Connelly always getting roasted on ten, her episodes. Ten, uh, She's well, not listening. Watch yeah. a previous episode and you'll know my opinions on her. <laughs> Our bad audio episode, ladies and gentlemen. So you maybe not hear me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, but like, no, just like watching that 10 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday morning with your sister who lives right That's across time across and and seeing this ominous thing spewing your face and you screaming at the top of your lungs and i don't do that in movies and then hearing your your sister who's like dead asleep across the hall going shut up oh my god like like that movie gives me chills but this movie it, it gives me some spook factors but not 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 like the way where it's like it doesn't like scare it me. doesn't scare mm-hmm. me and for yeah. that i give it seven out of eight pizza slices <laughs> not perfect but close to perfection all right with this when we call the the ending of the midnight society and tell our uh listeners all five of them we do have listeners, actually, compared to my other podcast. We got Ooh, listeners. I, I've been listening to the other one. So, so keep I, spreading the word. You could leave a review, you know, out there, audience members. I'll shut up when you do. You'll get shorter episodes. Maybe if you, you see it, uh, say yeah. it nicer, they might leave one. I'll talk to them like I talk to my kids <laughs> yeah. at school. You can leave us a review. I know you're listening on your phone. It don't take long. What do you mean you're playing Fortnite? Yes, what do you mean you're playing Fortnite? Leave us a review. But where could they find us. Matt, why don't you start us off? Let's see. Well, I'm about... Because you're always full of the jokes at the end of these episodes. <laughs> I'm about to uh, open my PS Fuller. Oh, God. So I guess you could find me on PSN. On as... what? You don't know <laughs> yet. You don't have a gamer tag. Yeah. I have the same one everywhere. <laughs> well, what is it? Matt Cab Numbers. <laughs> Actually, maybe... Yeah, I will use that one. Matt Cab Numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Cab Numbers. No, Matt Cab 1210, add me on PSN. If I don't recognize you, I will probably not accept. There we go. Me I don't like you. strangers. Mm. Uh, you can find me, Jonathan Gorkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram. Drink and read JK on Twitter. Follow me. Really depressing Twitter lately. <laughs> Been really done in the dumps. But other than that, you can follow me on my other... Uh, Miyazaki and Studio Ghibli-based podcast, Anime Was Not a Mistake, on most social media platforms. Recently, we watched almost a similar movie, Kiki's Delivery Service, to the thing. So, very similar in attitude and concept. Uh, Please listen to that. I like uh, animated and uh, Miyazaki Ghibli movies, too, as opposed to horror. Um, But follow me and follow us. And Mark? Hey, you can follow me over at MZBroJr over on Instagram, or you can follow me at ManyWearsHats over on Twitter. Yeah, all those things and more, and you can find Nightcaps at the Theater on most social media platforms, including Podbean, Instagram, Instagram, yeah, that too, uh, <laughs> iTunes and Stitcher, all that. Just follow us, leave a review, rate and subscribe, and let's get to our hint. We're almost halfway through our horathon. What? Three more films to go. Does Instagram have a cap on video length? Is it still yeah. like a minute? Yeah, it's a minute. We, we should do that. I, I thought like it was 15 podcast seconds. Podcast episodes in a minute one long? minute long, yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a minute to decide our pizza slices and then. Yeah. <laughs> Say it. Um, but let's have some hints for the next episode. First hint. I think, in my opinion, this is the scare- second scariest film of all time. Ooh. To you? To me. Okay. In my opinion, second scariest film of all time. Okay. Mm. And the other hint I leave you is a bit more mysterious. Roke, stroke, daddy's gonna get you. Oh. And with that, yeah. I'll say goodnight. 
Good night, ladies and gentlemen, and all in between. See you in your dreams mm. or your nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could be nightmares at the cinema. the show i'd offer my own commentary but i've still got popcorn kernels in my teeth and a slight aftertaste of gin i just can't seem to get rid of maybe i shouldn't use it as mouthwash anymore if you would like to offer your own two cents on the podcast be sure to rate review and dare i say even subscribe don't forget to find us on most social media platforms including facebook twitter and instagram at nightcap cinema don't be afraid to join the conversation, offer your own take on the films we watch, or even suggest something that we should see. We are always welcome and open to all feedback. After all, everyone's a critic. Can I be real for a second? As an avid podcast listener and newbie podcast creator, I better understand now more than ever just how much work and dedication it takes to create and share things through this medium. By taking just a few seconds out of your extremely busy days, you can honestly make a world of difference even for us. Just a couple of millions to talk about movies for shigs on the internet. I would like to personally thank anyone who contributes in any way. Remember, it's all possible thanks to listeners like you. Thank you. What do you mean that's not going to fly with PBS? You think those antique road-showing geriatrics are going to listen? You have got to be kidding me! Ugh, we'll just cut it in post.